With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy la duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Good morning, everybody. Happy, 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 happy Labor Day weekend. And it's here. Oh, my. Oh, my. It's here. Did you see it Thursday night? Did you see it Friday night? Welcome back. Oh, we missed thee. Uh-huh. College football has returned. <laughs> We're the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano on this uh, incredible Labor Day weekend live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Good morning, big link. <laughs> hey happy labor day cousin what's going on man how you doing i'm uh hanging in there buddy i know i know i know but you know what you're right football's back man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. keep it yeah. keep it over there bro don't 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 Y'all keep it mind. over here uh-huh. you know, quite, quite frankly <laughs> um it started like i started to come on last night joel's fever last night right uh-huh and i'm like hmm, this sucks right then i started to think well does it really suck because when I leave here today at 10 a.m. Eastern, I go and take a nap, and then I go get a blanket on the couch, and I can watch 12 hours of football. And, <laughs> and now you just justified it even more so, right? <laughs> right and, and the kids can't say anything. Oh, poor daddy's sick. <laughs> so there's no, hey, daddy, take me to the shore, no, daddy, take me. Oh, right. Sorry. Shut up. Daddy's. Daddy's sick and he wants to watch Notre Dame, Michigan, man. That's right. You got a lot. You got a lot going on. Louisville, Alabama, Washington, Washington, your boys. Dogs Dogs going down to Atlanta. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot going on, man. It's uh, I just loved 
last night. I don't know why. Because I fell asleep to it. Well, you, you, most, you had to be. You had asleep. to get. Well, most I was just do, thinking you got your you yeah. got your foil on, right? I mean, you you fell asleep and you got your fill on. It was it was like you you it was like Thanksgiving that that turkey effect kicked in. <laughs> exactly. Most dudes fall asleep thinking the girls, right? I'm like, oh, football, <laughs> football. Girls. Isn't it great? You just um, put it all together one day, and you have football play, girls playing football, and then you're you're in heaven. Yeah, right. <laughs> Guess what? We're moving pretty close there. <laughs> oh man, especially the way they, the rules are. Yeah, <laughs> amen. Uh, it, it was good. Great game last night between Sparty and Utah State. How about Utah Sparty? State keeping it close, man? Sparty can't. Sparty doesn't have an edge. I mean, doesn't can't block the, a, a pass rusher, and and then their pass defense was shot. Uh, and, know. You know, they better clean some things up. They better can, definitely clean some things up. Utah State Utah, made it interesting last night. Yeah, they did. Utah State's plucky. Yeah, plucky. Yeah. Your dogs though. The uh, there's two headliners uh, today. There's one tomorrow night and one Monday night. But the headliners today involve one of them. Of course, involves your school, and it is Washington. It is Chris Peterson, and you know we're always on Pac-12 teams right. for schedule. Mm-hmm. Hey, you going to play anybody? You going to play anybody? You going to play anybody? Oh, whoa, 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 so, whoa, whoa, so whoa, kudos whoa, whoa, to Washington. Whoa, hold on, hold on, timeout. Did you say you're on Pac-12 schools about playing someone? Yeah, I was about to give Washington uh, uh, kudos. Oh, okay, because it kind of sounded your tone seemed to insinuate that they don't play anyone in the Pac-12 or they don't try to play anyone in the Pac-12. Well, they wondering. usually don't, but that's why I was giving Ooh, Washington really. The fa- oh. I, I was giving Washington credit. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. Where to go, dogs? You played. So you, you schedule Auburn, and and yeah. that's a okay. tough game, man. But when you I, have to play game. that game, and let's face it, Auburn loses against Washington, and it goes eleven straight. They're in the playoff. Yeah. yeah. Washington loses the first game and wins eleven straight. It's tough. It's going to be real tough. It, it's going to be very tough, and and I doubt very seriously with the way the selection goes now that the the playoff committee keeps out a Big Ten school again like they did last year. So it's extremely tough. Yeah, so I applaud. Okay, I was just a little, Washington. I was a little concerned. I was. I know you were. You like, you know, what is what is he delirious? You get the yeah. delirious flu. Yeah, and then the, the, that bug has went to your brain and, and burled and cocooned and everything else. Yeah, no. <laughs> Congratulations, Washington dogs. By the way, I've been going back and forth all week long on this game. Really? All weekend. Yeah, all week long. I'm starting to lean Washington. Oh. And it might be Chris Peterson. And the fact that he's got all this time, uh, I, you know, I mean, that de- how good is that defense? Like, I mean, it, look, they've got defensive tackles. They've stacked defensive tackles up over the years. It's it's just a matter of putting it together. I, I think Chris Peterson and the dogs will come out riling and feisty. Uh, the difference is going to be controlling the line of scrimmage. They did not do it in the previous opponents they played, especially Alabama. They're going to have to do it here. Uh, and I think they have the boys and the horses up front with Miles Gaskin and everybody else to be able to do that. Yeah, I'm curious. I I, I think you're probably right. I Look, I, you know, I like Auburn. Um, right. You know, they got a quarterback. Yeah, they do. Um, I, I like the way I like the way they're built. I like Gus and the whole thing. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I Chris, you give Chris Peterson all you know five months the game plan. I kind of lean his way. 
Well, I mean, he's had success in the bowl games in the past, but you know, you know, recently for what it's worth, Washington is, I think is one in nine versus top ten ranked opponents in the last you know number of years. So, I'm hoping that the team that that did not show up against Central Florida last year in the bowl game is the one for Auburn that uh, that shows up, and I'm hoping the Washington that played a few years back in Colorado against Colorado in the Pac-12 championship shows up. So, that's what I'm hoping for as a dog. What do you feel when Isaiah pop a dog? What are you feeling? Like you know the program inside and out. I I feel I feel happy about it. It's just that it when you're dealing uh-huh. with young men and you're no. And the only reason I, I it's they they say it's a neutral site. It's not a neutral site. It's basically Auburn's backyard. It's SEC country. Yeah, and well, the last time they were down there geographically. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the the the, the, the last time they were down there in that very same stadium, uh, and they got their butts you know beat by by Alabama. So. It's not a neutral site. It's these young men. I'm not saying that's going to harbor anything from that. This is a whole new team in, in many ways. But still, the SEC football, Pac-12 football, two completely different dynamics, uh, and they've got to come ready to play. It's very important to come out the box strong. Week one, you don't always get that. I.e., Michigan State and Utah State last night. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. It's true. What, what a uh, what a fun day. And then, of course, seven uh, thirty Eastern, four thirty Pacific. Are you kidding me? Starting the year with the Irish in Michigan, man, that's a, that's a huge. I mean, one right there. the rivalry back on, and and what a, what a, <laughs> Kelly v Harbaugh, and it's it's supposed to be you know this is a there are a lot of people that say Harbaugh's on the on the hot seat. What do you think? No, why no? would he be on the hot seat? Because he hasn't done anything, and he hasn't right. been no Ohio State. He's a good coach, man, and you're like these people are fools. They want to run Jim Harbaugh out of town. Well, cuz. I'm, I'm, I'm just playing fools. devil's advocate here. So let's, let, let's look at it. If you come to a place like Michigan, you're, you're supposed to, just like the, you know, the, the the great, you know, black and blue division NFL. If you're Chicago, you want to beat Green Bay. If you're Michigan, you want to beat Ohio State. It hasn't happened I, yet. You know, I agree, but you know, can you, you give the time, can you give some time to settle oh. in? <laughs> How long do he you hasn't need? Had a, he hasn't had a quarterback. He finally okay, has a quarterback. you're supposed to be this recruiting guru. What? How long All does right, that take? Well, he's got a quarterback. It takes a couple of years. Mm. All right. I mean, you, you, listen, anybody that's quick to to uh, to me to run Jim Harbaugh out of town is a fool. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would do that. I don't know why. Like, if you got a, you're, you're yourself a coach, and you know the guy's a coach. Right. Then, then – you just hold on to them because there's a lot of guys that suck. Well, that's true. Right? I, yeah, that's true. They suck. It you just know. for me for me it's one of those things where it's like you you don't want to see somebody make excuses for someone else. I mean, you coveted the man. I get it. He definitely earned his position. When you work, when you go back to his coaching career, heck, I had him at assist, as an assistant in, in, in the Raiders. Goes to San Diego, picks it up. Goes to Stanford, picks it up. Goes to San Francisco, has a good running. Comes back to his alma mater. This is the way it's supposed to be. But you still got to take care of business. Yeah, no, I, I'm listen. I'm with you. I, I you're right. You got to start to you got to start to win. And he finally has, to me, he finally has a quarterback. Right, right, right. You know, I mean, he's finally there. And to me, you you got to give him, the, give him the shot. You know, like now, like to me, he's on the clock. When I say on the clock, I mean now you start it. Right, I mean. You know, this is his what fourth? Is it season? fourth? I think it's yeah. Yeah. So this is his. You know, th- this is your beginning, your first real true class. 
Right. You know what I mean? You're weeding yeah. everybody out. And, you know, like to me, I, I, I'm i a hardball fan, so I, I, I don't see why you would want Hey, I, and I like him. I want him to be successful, too. But we're, we're living in a time where you got people like Marvin Smith in the league that, that's been in that position forever and hasn't done anything. You know, I, it, it, and then you want to question – you know someone's ability when they when they when they're up in the lights. When Michigan Big Blue is always in conversation for football, college football. Oh, they want to follow him as he tours Europe, and oh, let's see what antics he has. All this other stuff. I mean, okay, I get it, but let's also be honest. You haven't done anything yet. Yeah, you're right. He did it at Stanford. He you know he did it in San Francisco, and pretty quick turnaround in both of those places. Hasn't yeah. happened yet in Big Blue. All right, well, you know, it's, it's not exactly easy. You got Ohio State looming. You got the behemoth. But that's exactly why he was hired. That's why he was brought in there. I know. It, ta- it takes a little little bit of time. I okay, don't just go, on. be patient. It's like, mm-hmm. let me ask you this. John Harbaugh. Now, there's a lot of people that say John Harbaugh's on the hot seat in Baltimore. Yeah, and I think that's why they made the move for Lamar Jackson. Do you believe that? Yes. So John Harbaugh wins his Super Bowl. His quarterback gets a ridiculous deal that puts him in cap hell. What do you do if you're John Harbaugh? Well, I mean, as you said, and we talked about it was last week or a couple weeks ago, they haven't really done him any favors by surrounding by talent, around talent. No, but he's not. Well, John's not picking the players. I mean, you got a whole family no, picking players. No, you're, you're right. But at the same point, the coaches and the quarterbacks get a lot of credit when things go right. They get a lot of blame when things go wrong. Yeah. And now this in this division, it seems like Cleveland, with all the draft picks and the, they seem to have a quarterback, if they surpass, if they take over where Pittsburgh lets off when Ben Roethlisberger and everybody steps down and they totally dismantle that team, I, I suppose a lot of Raven fans are expecting to be there in a the position to take over that, that top spot, not Cleveland. Well, it doesn't necessarily look right now like it's going to happen. It looks like Cleveland's going to pass them by. All right. Well, you know, I'm – I'm a fan of the Harbaugh brothers, I, and I get it. I, I, I get it. You I'm know, not I got their to take backs. anything away from that. All right, hi. Right, we this is awesome. We get to go through games today. Yes, we, we actually do. get to look at the NFL and not have a single preseason game left. That's right. It's regular so season time, baby. Uh, <laughs> Can't it, wait. It, it, it is awesome. Can't wait. We'll, we'll continue. We'll go through the uh, some of the early part of the schedule. Uh, coming up next, we're the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Lincoln, ball, 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 ball. Pro customers at Lowe's save 5% on every purchase every day when you use the Lowe's business credit account. That's 5% on all purchases in store or in line. online. Subject to credit approval, U.S. only. Hey, we are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy coming to you live. From Fox Sports Geico Studios. And you know, we're getting you ready for college football, but I just have to get my first little tidbit out there with everything that's happened over the last 24 hours. Um, I know there are a lot of people who are su- not necessarily surprised or shouldn't be surprised by the Aaron Donald contract, um, uh, him, him breaking the bank. Um, but there's a lot of rumors circulating out there about number 52, the silver and black. I'm here to tell you, he's not going to be traded. Uh, for a number of reasons, mainly because the, the the Raiders really want to keep him. They know how an impactful player and how important they are to to their scheme that he is. And also, when people are talking about a trade, well, the Raiders aren't even linking about a trade. They haven't taken phone calls about a trade unless you're coming with two first round draft choices. And there aren't a whole lot of teams who can do that and be prepared to sign the contract that uh, that Khalil is eventually going to get. Now that Aaron Donald is going to average around what twenty two five or whatever it is. 
Um, the reason why the two parties were so far apart was at first uh, Khalil wanted 23 and the Raiders were offering 20 because that was better than Von Miller. Now this deal's getting done, they'll they'll find a way to get done. So Khalil Mack will be a Raider, there's no doubt about it. So that's yeah. just my little tidbit. That's good to listen. Good tidbit. Good, good Raider tidbit right there. Just that's inside Raider know. information. That's what we're yeah. That's so. what we like. Yeah. We like that. Um, uh, let's get back to today, and let's get back to the um, the welcoming back of college football. I, can Welcome I ask you guys back. a question? Yeah, but. And uh, let's introduce our friends. You want to do that now? We? Yes, I do. Yeah, okay. The, right. the fine producer of the program, he's, of course, uh, Triple M millennial Mike Mayer. Good morning, Mikey. What is going on, fellas? Happy uh, football. Happy football. It's here, man. Like, I mean, we had week zero, which was fine, but this is where it really begins. And we got, uh, man, what a game last night between Utah State and Michigan State. Yeah, man, awesome. that is awesome. And, I mean, Michigan State usually get slow out of the starting blocks, but, uh, man, that was, man, that was right down to the wire. So, I mean, if that's any indication of what we're going to be in for today, um, we're going to be having a lot of fun. And you guys alluded to it earlier. I am pumped up for that Notre Dame-Michigan game. I, I mean, even as an Ohio State fan and not really liking Michigan, it's, well, it's going to You can't be, like either of them. Yeah, I can't really like either of them because Notre Dame's Notre Dame. But it's going to be interesting to see how Harbaugh sort of, with all the stuff going on at Ohio State, all the distractions there – some everybody's seemingly a little bit higher on their quarterback. Patterson's probably the best guy he's had since he's been at Michigan. It's he, he everybody's really putting their eyes on on Harbaugh to see what he can do because that defense is nasty. Like they've they've got it is that defense is Rashawn Gary. That guy is going to be a top three pick in the NFL draft. Like that defense is is really really good. And if they can get any semblance of an offense, they're going to be a problem. So I'm really looking forward to that game because Notre Dame, like the rivalry itself speaks for itself. And it's like, listen, I love the Irish. I I do. I make no bones about it. I love the history of it, of that program. I I love everything about it. The, I don't love Wimbish, but um, he's going to have to throw the ball down the field. But I I do love, to me, it's this is just college football. And I, I don't know about you guys, and, and let me, uh, well, Mikey, let, let's let's beat Iowa Sam because he's a big college football man. Oh. Iowa Sam, our, our fine sound engineer. Good morning, uh, Sammy. Good morning. Uh, Anthony, you sound a lot more energized than I was anticipating, so I am, I'm happier really? with us. Oh, yeah, I thought, I don't know, I thought you were going to say like three words every uh, every segment. We were going <laughs> to... We're gonna have to. Well, it may happen. Squeeze I, I, I an might run out, out of steam. Yeah. Some have been taped. Some have been taped. So, just... <laughs> uh, well, for now, you're with us. And you're you're moving the train along. But uh, yeah, very excited for football to be back. I watched a little of that Wisconsin game. I watched uh, a lot of that uh, Michigan State game, and I watched a little Stanford um, SDSU. So, getting off started and looking forward to today. Your boys got to have a game today, Northern Illinois yeah. versus Iowa. You better be careful. Oh, no, definitely. They they return a lot of their each line, and they have this one defensive end named Sutton Smith, who uh, I think he led the country in sacks and tackles for loss last year. So he's a he's a terror off the edge, and it's going to be raining. And I'm not sure what to think about this uh, game versus NIU, but uh, Big Ten needs to uh, deliver if they want to have a, a team in the college football playoff at the end of the year. 
Yep. Uh, so, boys, let me let me throw this at you, Lincoln. You start off. I I love the NFL, right? I do. I love it. I love I love watching it every Sunday or whatever it is. You know how we feel about it. But college football is just better. It's the game is better. The rules are better. I much prefer pass interference being 15 yards than too game-changing like it is in the NFL. They review the helmet-to-helmet. They, uh, and, and they're on, they, of course, they don't cheat you out of place. When they go out of bounds, the clock stops, all that stuff. Like, you know, we, we're, it's, a, I, it's, a, it's a full palette college football. Plus, to me, it's Americana, how we celebrate football in America through college football. I can agree with all those points. Uh, I do like college football because I think the rules, the rule changes and all the influences on the professional game have sort of tainted and, and distracted a little bit. More importantly, there's, there's, and in, in, the, in the college ranks, you see more, to me, more of a true effort. Uh, preseason football was horrible to watch. I had to cover a number of games, I had to watch a number of games. Just professionals with poor tackling, poor energy, poor technique. You know, you're going to get bad college football. You're going to get bad football no matter where you go. But overall, in the over and under as far as college football, the amount of games, the amount of teams, there are times like last night where you saw a justifiable effort out of Utah State to really get Michigan State and make it interesting because these guys, you know, they might be feel, feel slightly jaded that they weren't recruited by that school or something like that or they want to prove themselves. To me, that is an overall effort or enthusiasm that makes me enjoy college football and college sports in general better than the program yeah. sometimes. You know what it is? I, I think there's a youth, youthful energy. The energy that's in the stadium, the energy that surrounds, and I'm talking big time again, you know, and, and big time NFL, you know, is ridiculous, right? You know, I'm in, the, I'm in a pro town and it feels like a college town in Philadelphia, how they consume the NFL. But you get it more often in college that energy the, the throughout the country you 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 just feel it particularly under the lights and the crowds and TV and oh yeah it's yeah. you know you know it's it's all it's it's a spectacle and it's awesome awesome I'm I'm right there with you I mean like I said I agree I, I've always liked college basketball better than the pro game and and now for the most part I mean I cover pro games now as you know uh, with the radio uh, this stuff with the Raiders and stuff but I see some effort I see some guys and I'm just shaking my head like what are you doing and, uh, and what yeah, is going on too cool for school type of exactly act, that's act exactly too. right yeah uh, what are you thinking that Triple M um, I'm in complete agreement with you, Ann. And I've had I had this discussion. I, I forgot what show I was filling in on, but uh, I remember they were posing it. Uh, would you rather have college football or would you rather have the NFL? I'd rather have college football, and it's not even close. Because and and look, I I'm I'm a big fan of the NFL because okay, it's always fun to pay attention to the fantasy side of it, and always just you have your own loyalties and you're you're tied into your own yeah. teams, but. When it comes to college football, it's just a different beast. And you you pointed out something that I didn't even mention when I was on the show. The aspects of the game in college just are so much better in terms of okay, what like what is a catch? I mean that, and on that level, it's easier to have a catch with one and foot. And it's physical, yeah. And the, 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 like the physical, it's yeah, a physical sport. Like somehow the physicality remains in college football and 
you're looking to protect the players. You should use right. a video. I don't care about replay. You can replay everything. I don't really care. Right. If, yeah. if you're if you're helping players, helping players safety and getting it right, I, I'm okay with. Right. It. And then and then the other thing that I I that I I honestly love about college and maybe this is just me but some people some some people are on both sides of this i i love the college overtime i i love it because it's like it's it's just like a battle and it's almost like a chess match in overtime it's like okay you can do this i can try and do this and this and that i i just love that aspect of it yeah. yes it can get a little bit over the top like some of these games could go to like five or six overtimes but rather than it just being a sudden death situation where somebody could some team can have their heart broken and i mean yes they've changed it in the nfl game where you can obviously have another possession there it can only end on like a touchdown and like in some cases if you kick a field goal you can the other team could have another possession but in college both teams get their hands on the ball and they get a chance to determine their own destiny so i've always yeah. liked the the overtime rule in college it makes yeah, it way more I, exciting yeah i, I don't feel you. All right, all right, hold on. Sit tight on that one, Link, because I want to bring in uh, one of our hard scrabble veteran sportsmen. I want, I want his opinion before he gives us what's trending. Of course, Ralph Irvin, Ralphie Boy. Good morning. Good morning. So, do you are you a college man or a pro man? You had to choose. You know, I enjoy the college aspect because it's not so uniform. I like the fact yes. the games start at different times. I like the fact that, especially on the West Coast, games start at noon, and they keep starting until 7 or 8 at night. And you get to watch them. You know, when it starts at eight at night, yeah. 7 or 8 at night on the East Coast, that's way too late for you to watch. So you, you, you literally see them all day long. And then the other aspect, and Lincoln, you can probably relate to this having been in locker rooms in recent years you can tell that players don't always really care all that much oh yeah i mean it's it's oh, pay, great it, it, it's their job it's great it's point. a paycheck and i respect them for going and earning their paycheck but they don't feel the passion the way that the college players do yeah I, that's a great point ralphie i do think sometimes there's a bit of that all right, my man, hit us with Trey. What's going on with baseball races? Well, right now it's interesting here in the West because in the National League West, the Dodgers were 3-2 winners over Arizona. L.A. now just a game back of the Diamondbacks in the NL West with this series going on between the two teams. Colorado's just a game and a half back, but they were shut out in San Diego 7-0. It was their second straight loss in the American League. Oakland wins over Seattle 7-5. Meanwhile, the Angels shut out Houston 3-0. So the A's just a game and a half back of the Astros. Of course, either way, those teams will make the postseason because they're way ahead in the wild card race. Meanwhile, college football, a trio of top 25 games. Number 13, Stanford, 31-10 over San Diego State. Number 11, Michigan State struggles with Utah State, but wins 38-31. And number 4, Wisconsin, 34-3 over Western Kentucky. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And, you know, guys, we talked, we started this with me talking about guys getting paid. Aaron Donald got paid. Six-year contract extension, $135 million, the total value of it. $87 million of that is guaranteed. 
Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Is that good? Is that good? Is that a good deal? deal? (laughs) I think that's that's a nice benchmark. Yeah, I concur. We're the fellas live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right. If I if I gave you the task, Lincoln, to improve upon these great games, now that we have it, and we're going to go into uh, breaking down games as well today, but just as a little fun exercise because you don't like the college overtime. If I said to you to to fix both college and the NFL, how would you fix it? Uh, well, and when you use the words "fix," you got to say that there's something wrong. I. I when it comes to the, the, my biggest gripe when the, the 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 college overtime system is the fact that they can go on forever and it should not be that way. I mean, they're they're if you have a stalemate, you have a tie. So be it. But my the, the my biggest gripe, my biggest gripe about it is the fact that the stats count for other people's stats. So you go into triple overtime and all of a sudden a guy rushes for five hundred yards and he's in Heisman hopeful. Well. <laughs> It was a triple overtime. I mean, they had extra games. Um, that and the, and the the bowl games counts for for people's stats. Uh, that's like an added bonus. So guys are penalized because they're not going. Teams are not going to 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 postseason. They don't get those extra stats, and now all of a sudden these records look big bigger than they are. But I just feel when it comes to the over overall overall overtime record overtime uh, the philosophy, especially in the league. If I play four quarters, why do I have to keep going back and forth? I don't believe if if you it's it's a coin flip that starts the game, the defenses, the teams, uh, both teams have a chance to to win the game. I don't want to keep going. Oh, give them give I score and then all of a sudden we got to give the other guys a chance. No, they had their chance for four quarters. To hell with them. They don't get another chance. A sudden death. Let's go. First one to win. First one to score wins. No, I, don't, I hate it. I hate that. Well, you you don't like to short football. I mean, my thing is this is the year no, player well, out there in the field. Go ahead. I'm just I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, but how is that fair? How is it fair? You had four quarters to do what you needed to do. Well, All of a sudden, you're going to wake up in quarter show five and quarter because, six? So because they get a coin flip, they get the ball, and, and that's all right? Just win? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, Stop them. Nah, Stop them. You don't want the guy to rush for 300 yards? Stop him. Uh, all right. I mean, I, 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 I disagree. I hate it. Okay. I hate that. I Like, to me... It's why the NFL changed it. It was because it was archaic. I mean, God forbid the poor player has to go an extra an extra quarter or so. <laughs> oh, 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 taxing. Oh, well, you know, since he scored, now the, now we get a chance. Now we got to score. Oh, what, now we got to score now. Oh, now you got to go for two. Now you got to go for three. Now you can't kick field. All these other. Oh, come on now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, I hear you, like the with when it comes to the ambiguity of the rules. You know, after the third overtime, you got to go for two. I mean, I hear you. I mean, that was and that's just designed to try to get a winner. But I, I, hey, like you, didn't you do that for four quarters? Didn't you have four quarters to try okay, well, to figure out a winner? Okay, sometimes there's a tie. Like th- this isn't Europe, all right? Like you know, ties aren't good. Well, like, we don't celebrate ties, so. If that means you got to go an extra time, and that means you got to play it out, then play on, it out. We're, we're talking. To, we're talking about a. We're talking about a country that gives that gives showing up prizes to kids. Now you want to talk about ties being bad? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Come 
<laughs> well, man, can we keep something with, with our little little Timmy tanking? gets one? Little Timmy gets ice cream for just showing up to play. Well, Timmy didn't do anything but pick his nose oh, and sit on the boy. sidelines. But you know what? You're a champion, Timmy. Come on now. <laughs> well, as long as Timmy plays in overtime, I, I don't really care. <laughs> what, what do you got, Sammy? Uh, I was just going to weigh in on the tie. I know in, in the NFL, when you have a tie, a, a rare occasional tie, it's just got to be so deflating for each team. You know, I, I know that these these marathon overtime sessions in college football are uh, kind of ridiculous. The game can go on for four and a half hours, but at least you do have a victor at the end. And the tie in the NFL is just, yeah. it just leaves everybody with a bitter kind of yeah, just dull taste in their mouth. Yeah, or some player hard. like Donovan McNabb don't even understand him. But anyways, that's another question. <laughs> you remember that? And, and then you wonder why I couldn't stand he was my quarterback. <laughs> hey, uh, curious. Why the time limit? Like, I understand, you know, the the excessive and rare game that goes into five overtime periods. But let's just take the normal game that gets uh, decided within the four quarters. What I like about college football is that it's not worried about being over so we can watch 60 minutes. I get I, that. I mean, the time has changed. The, in fact, all due respect, and I like 60 minutes, but I got news for you. Football's more important than 60 minutes in, across America. Yeah. So, you know, the idea of, oh, my God, oh, my God, we're preempting, we're preempting. So what? Nobody watches network television anyway except for football. That's why Fox is genius. Fox, that's, that's why the guys running Fox know what the hell they're doing because they go, hmm. We we uh, we know that for the most part, people go to streaming services for their dramas, and so we still can get the occasional sitcom, and we can still do the occasional game show, whether it be you know singing or whatever. But I know it's idiot proof, football. So let's put college football on, and NFL football on as much as we can. Thus, NFL Thursday on Fox is born. And that's smart because people will watch. And I got news for you. If you're going to watch a game, do you really care that the game is three hours and 27 minutes as opposed to three hours and 22 minutes? Does that really matter? Probably not. Why do I hear that all the time? That we need to worry, oh, oh my God, they're short the games, get the game, football. Yo, the minute I, I turn it on, I'm I'm in. No matter when it ends, I'm in. Because because we're Americans, isn't our God-given right to complain about everything? So when they had the Thursday night football games, they started complaining about the content. Oh, why do I have to see Jacksonville take on Indianapolis? Well, now Jacksonville's good. No, why do I have to see Indianapolis take on Tampa Bay? I'm, I mean, you complain about everything, but it's it's it's. I hear what you're saying. And I and I I think the same thing, especially when it comes to the rules surrounding the CBA. These guys are making this astronomical figures, and they're not even allowed to hit or go out and practice to harness their craft. It's affecting the game. No, and it, and it, you're right, it is. And we'll get into the schedule in just a moment because Jerry Jones talked about it this week. Uh, but l- let's get back to the idea of Thursday night football because you're going to start hearing, "Oh, Thursday night football's horrible." And, and look, I, I do agree that the quick turnaround is difficult on players. They should get buys as much as you can 
after playing on Thursday night. It's 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 really a difficult, difficult turnaround. Uh, so I can see that certainly you're not going to put them put a lot of those Thursday night games in Canton. However, it's still football. What like, like I'll never rip it because ultimately I go, well, I'm going to watch it. It's better than anything else on. Is it not? Yeah. Especially this time of year, you're looking forward to it. Right. Like, there's life. Uh, I'm in. Who's playing? Cleveland, Kansas City? Uh, I'm, I'm in. That's it. All right. Coming up, Jerry Jones said the league should go to 18, 18 games. Get rid of two preseason games, and let's make it an 18-game schedule because the two preseason games are meaningless. The fight over the preseason is finally over. And then we'll get into how these teams look. But the notion of an 18-game season. Lincoln, as a player, I want your thoughts on the other side. You probably already know mine. We're the fellas on Fox. All right, Big Link. Let me ask you. Uh-huh. 18 games. Get rid of two preseason games. We'll pay you two extra. We'll pay you... uh Extra to commence, you know, to basically commensurate to uh, what you're supposed to be earning. Well, let me just say this. Um, I know people don't generally don't like preseason games, but it is a necessary evil because I believe you do have to get warmed up. But I do understand the current climate climate of the National Football League. For example, the, the Rams did not play any of their starters preseason. And I addressed it with Coach Gruden, but he looked at me and he said, well, what are you supposed to do when you've got a $20 million guy? You don't want to run the risk of having him out there and him getting hurt for nothing. So this is the, this is the way the NFL is going right now. This is what it's looking like. This is why the first two regular season games are pretty much sloppy. Because now coaches right. are going to use the regular season to get their guys into football shape. So that with that being said, it just makes sense to do away. To do away down to two two games, because you're not going to play anybody in the preseason anyways, and they charge full ticket prices, which is far fair to the fans. Don't give me somebody I'm not going to see when the regular season starts. That that is an atrocity within its own self, and another conversation for another day. So do it down to two, dwindle it down to two, go out there for the tune up, and now you 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 know the the salary goes for the for professional athletes is you get paid during the regular season. So if you make a million dollars, instead of it being broken down in 17 pieces, it's now broken down in 18 or 19 pieces if you work in the buy. So that, well, that, that's no, how it goes. It, yeah, but like you would get you would get the raise commensurate with Well, they're your getting salary. raises now. I mean, let's face it, the, the, the football players were complaining that the, the contracts in basketball and other sports were just severely outdoing them. Well, look at what happened with Kirk Cousins. Look what happened to Aaron Rodgers. And yesterday, Aaron Donald, come on, now they're getting those contracts up there. They can't spread it around to 53 guys on the roster, but, you know, for what it's worth, if you're just an average Joe in the National Football League, the the minimum salary these days are 550000 That's not bad <laughs> for not being a star. No, I feel you. I feel you. It is interesting, though, when you look at if you're an NFL player, you know, to me, you would like it, welcome it, because the rosters expand, you get double buy. There's more, yes, there's more risk, but there's more jobs. Well, 
Yeah. And depending on how the coaches manage it, you know, so be it. You know, it'll, it'll be something. I, I think I think they're heading for it because, like I said, they're not playing anybody in preseason anyway. So basically, you got a month wasted. Now they're talking about spirited practices, but I'm one of those guys that know for sure there's no way you can duplicate game speed in practice. I don't care what you do. So you know, you can save me with all that. Oh well, we had some great spirited practices, and and the guys are really were flying around. No, they're not. Trust me, I know they're not. <laughs> No, well, college doesn't do it. No, well, you—I mean, you got programs out there that that wear the guys out too. They they beat the hell out of them. Notoriously, throughout the the college world, somebody like Nick Saban has hard practices, but he also doesn't concern himself with the offense. So the offense—you talk about the running backs that go through that program. Yeah, they're good on the college level. They're big on the college level, but most of the time, when they get to the next level, they're all right. used up. Right. Speaking of uh, Nick Saban, Alabama. Uh, Do we have some to? question. Some question about who's going to start. It's going to. What be do you think two. they should do? They got. Do, do they? Do they have a, a two two quarterback battle? I I think it's already. Uh, quite frankly, I think it's already decided. You go to Tua because because he came in and and saved your last year's championship. But do you 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 don't hurt got better. you the two championships? Yeah, but he too was a better just a better player. Oh man, no, he, oh, that's just wrong. Why, why is that wrong? Give him a chance. Give her some chance. Nah, man. I'm out. What do you mean, nah? I'm out. out. What is he like, 20, 26 I, and 2 as a starter? The, the, he's not a I'm good out. thrower. Well, you knew that. You knew that when you get when you put him in there. Well, you knew Tua that. Tua is. Well, the, you know, here's, here's here's Saban's thing. I mean, if you want, if Saban has always been about playing defense and running the ball, well, do that. With Hurst in there. You don't need to open it up. You didn't like Lane Kiffey. You didn't like all the other sort of flashy uh, 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 offenses, West Coast offenses. Don't do it now. Wait, so you want me to play the lesser quarterback? It's not a lesser quarterback. He was 26-2. and two. How is he a lesser quarterback? Come on. You just admitted that Hurts is not clear. Clearly, he's not close to being the thrower that Tua he's not is. The, he's not the complete passer. I understand that. But you knew okay, that going in. He's an inferior quarterback then. He's not an inferior quarterback. He's just different. If he can't throw, then he's an inferior quarterback. Oh, my goodness. I didn't say he can't throw. I just said he's not as good a thrower as he as Tua is. Right. So if Tua is, then he's the better quarterback. Gosh. No? No. I don't understand that. How would you rate quarterback? Oh, hold the thought. Hold the thought. We got football back, baby. Welcome, welcome back. Fellas. Oh, man, college football's here. Later on in the program, uh-huh. you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss. We will go through each and every game. Our picks. We got all kinds of stuff. Breakdowns. Football's the best, Link. It's the best. It's all right. Oh, my God, it's back. So let's continue to fight what you had uh, going into the break. All right. So, so <laughs> we're talking about Alabama, and we were talking about who deserves to be the quarterback. So uh, to me, I'm telling you right now, two is going to be the quarterback. The, the kid who comes in and wins the national championship will be the quarterback today and going forward with Alabama. Now, I know they've been keeping on the wraps and all. But I know it's it's Tua, 
and it should be Tua. He's the better quarterback. You say no. I disagree because I don't think you gauge a better quarterback just off of passing ability. The kid was 26-2, and two, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm trying to check my facts to make sure that I am saying what I think of no, what I follow. 26-2 is a hell of a record when you got that kind of defense. And, he's, and he put you in two national championship games. So it's not like he's some scrub sitting on the bench. He's definitely earned his position there. You for you to now, he I lost one what, and, the, and the kid had to come off, come in relief of him to win it. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's my thing. True coaching has showed when you adjust what you have to you to best utilize who you have doing it. That's true coaching. Don't just throw somebody in there just because he had one good game. And he, and he seems to be able to pick up things a little better. Why don't you try to change the guy who or help the guy get better, in this case, Hurst get better, to, to go out there and perform like Tua did in the national championship game rather than just giving up on him? It's a good problem to have when you have your quarterbacks. My, my argument is this. No, is no, that look, look, real quick, before, before you tell me, I, to me it goes against everything of competition. If one kid is better than the other kid. How is he better? You haven't seen him in, you haven't seen him play. You had one game versus I watched 28 that kid, other ones. I watched that kid, kid come in, and he has a touch. He has an arm. He has an idea of how to play the position from a passing offense, I just it okay, was, okay, it was, it all right. So it so left off the thing. screen. I guess a great, I guess a great defense in a championship game. It's, uh, and I agree with that, those points. Here's, but here's my thing: don't just give up on Jalen Hurts. Don't just give up on him because the kid had one good game. You could adjust your game plan if your old game plan. The reason why he was twenty six and two when he played as a starter was to run the ball and play defense. Then do that. That's what Nick Saban's going to fall back on, anyways. We 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 seen it with time and time again with all these fancy offensive coordinators. I understand they've got receivers and they want to open it up. I'm not saying that you don't you don't have that as as far as a weapon goes, but to have a two good quarterbacks capable of playing is a good problem to have. Don't you agree, Cuz? I, I do, but I, I don't. I just don't understand this notion that you know. Well, I <laughs> play defense and run the ball when I have a better quarterback. Okay. All right. <sighs> No, I mean, I, you know, you're frustrated with me. I, I listen. It's fine. I, I just don't understand why you think that two is not better than Jalen Hurts. I don't know if I he mean, is. I've only seen him play one game versus 28 other games. Yeah, I, and in in that game, he looked far superior when in that skills, game in, in his skill sets. In that as, game, as yes, yes, he made a difference in the second half. As a matter of fact, it wasn't even a whole game. It's one half. He made a difference because he came in there and Georgia ran the same defense that Alabama did. And unlike Jalen, Tua was able to pick up what he needed to do. And he made a couple big-time throws. I'm not taking that away from him. I, I mean, But I, I'm not and, throwing and, away 28 games, body of work, for all of a sudden, you know, that yeah, guy comes in off the bench. Good. Like, I don't think Jalen Hurts was good. Well, because he, he was 26-2 and two because he had an elite defense in a running game. Okay, but he still was twenty six and two. Is that a bad? Is that bad? Well, it, it, it Brad is Johnson, it's not yours. You want me to go down the list of quarterbacks? Yes, who, who found a I want to win. Yes, I yes, yes. It, just because a guy wins doesn't mean he wins. It means he was on a team with a great defense, and I like to upgrade him. <laughs> I mean, you, I, I, what did you see? That what do you like from him? He doesn't throw the ball. He doesn't know what he's looking at. I, I don't I'm know what you saying, like. I'm other, saying, than, 
other than his record that I was guess. buttressed by their defense. Uh, well, it, 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 regardless of how we got there, like I said before, I've always believed that quarterbacks and, and coaches get far too much credit when everything goes right, far too much blame when everything goes wrong. Jalen had a bad game. The backup came in and did what he's supposed to do. I think overall, it's not a bad. It's not bad to have two capable quarterbacks that you can go to. I just don't. I would hope that just they don't just give up on Jalen because two is a better passer. All right. I would hope that they choose the better quarterback. Well, it depends on it depends opinion, on what you're trying to do. What, what you're trying opinion. to do? Because you use you use the blanket statement of better quarterback. You use the you. Well, here's the thing: Can two does two have as much mobility as Jalen Hurst? Yeah. Okay. Well, I haven't seen that. Maybe you've seen a lot that I haven't. I haven't seen that. So no, I'm I will tell about you. Totally I'm very. Hopeless. I'm very. Listen. I know the the family. I know. I know some people in that camp really well. Okay. But so I know a lot about the kid and I know a lot about his brother who is also going to to, to Alabama. And by the way, if Tua doesn't start, I don't know that Tua uh would be like, "Huh, should we really go to Alabama?" So they do have some leverage. Uh <laughs> but when do college kids have leverage? Alabama's become a football factory. You mean to tell me that, oh, if my brother's not playing, I'm not coming there? Is that, is that what you're trying to sell you? Tell me that? <laughs> That's what's wrong with the world right there. <laughs> that even that well, philosophy exists. Uh, you don't have to come here. There's other schools that you can go to. Right, and I'm sure Nick Saban would say that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Look, he's not going to be held up. Exactly. But, you don't you start know. my brother. I'm not coming. I'm not bringing my, my other brother. Well, no, here. no, but, but he, he, the two of them go somewhere else. I, I get it. But I, I don't understand – like, I really don't understand what you see in Jalen Hurts. I don't think I'm, he's I'm, any good. It's, it's, it, look, I, I saw him a number of games, and I saw where he struggled. He struggled to read defenses. He struggled to throw the ball. I get it. I understand your point. I'm not saying that he is the – he's the better quarterback. I think what Jalen can do is right in line with what Alabama is notorious for. Now – Alabama wants to open it up. They want to change but things that's not up his because skill. they have, okay. And I, that's that's my point. That's what I was about to say. They want to open up because they've got a number of receivers they could go to in the past. Once before, you know, they they didn't have that that as deep at receiver core. So I get it. They want to spread things out. They want to do things different. I get it. Now you go with a better passer. That makes sense. I, in college, I played with two quarterbacks. I played with a right hander and a left hander. And for Mark Brunell back in the day, he was known as a better runner than a passer. And I talked to Mark, and he's like, look, I'm just get, well, if they give me a chance to pass, I can show them that, what I can do. Billy Joe Hover was known as a better passer than a runner. Billy said the same thing. Well, if I had more running plays, I can show them what to do. To have two quarterbacks in this position is a good thing. It's a good thing. Now just let them both play. Don't just give up on Jalen because yeah, Tua I, came I, off the bench I, at the second half to I save the day. I disagree with you more. I don't think oh, it's gosh. a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing to have two quarterbacks. I think you need to have one quarterback. And the minute you have two quarterback is when you muddy it up. And I hate Brad Johnson. And I hate <laughs> Trent Dilfer. And I hate inferior quarterbacks. And I hate quarterbacks that can't read defense. And I hate quarterbacks that can't throw. So I, I don't know what redeeming value Jalen Hurts or any of those quarterbacks even have. It screams to me, and I, I, you're my brother, I love you to death, that you see something in the kid and you feel for him, which is admirable. You're you're coming at it from an emotional standpoint that you feel for the kid, and and I applaud that. 
I don't think I don't think it makes good football sense. But I well, think your heart is in the how right does spot. Not make good football sense when you look at his overall record. Because the other the kid's kid better. His record is throw the record out the window because there are fifty quarterbacks that could have been twenty six and two with that defense and running game. Mm-hmm. Let me no? look at his stats. I want to look at his stats. I want to look at his overall stats as a starter. His stats. I watch mm-hmm. every Alabama game. I, I bet know you what do. I'm looking at. You're probably he one of the not... only ones that do. <laughs> no, we all. I'm, I'm happy as hell. <laughs> look, I think you're being. I think you are showing your heart, man. I'm just you got a heart. You got a big. You got a big heart. I love you for it. I'm You're like, oh, the poor kid, the poor kid, the poor kid isn't any good. So bring the kid that can throw the ball in. <laughs> How you say he's not any good? He's not. My gosh, you watch him, <laughs> or or is it just you're used to bad quarterback play the back? Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, man. That was below. <laughs> Dig. <laughs> that, that was below. <laughs> you had to go there, huh? <laughs> that was That's bad. right. I hope you cough up a lung, you. <laughs> I know. I, I deserve it. I deserve it. I deserve it a wholeheartedly. <laughs> no, I just, I, I can shut my mouth. That was uh, again. I like to ride Link about yes, you Pac-12 football and tease him, oh. and that was unfair because the truth be told, better quarterbacks there. So, <laughs> I, I love you, big man. I love We're you, the too, fellas. <laughs> you right <won't>. here. <laughs> I know I deserve it. We're <laughs> the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. So what does it mean when Geico says 15 minutes could save you 50% or more in car insurance? It means you probably should go to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Hey, look, we're the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. And uh, we get, us and the crew are, well, actually just Anthony and I are having a little heated argument about this quarterback play. Um, so, cuz, you know, you, you were talking about that you didn't like Brad Johnson and, and uh, you know, you no. didn't like quarterbacks like that. You know, you got one in your squad, Nick Foles. Who made a great run? Now, just because he was a Super MVP, should he be starter? No. Okay. Well, my, that's what I'm saying. Short, short work. You know, Tua is, is probably the better passer, oh but Jalen Jalen Hurts I, I, is like, not bad. I, I deal with this every day. Nick Carson Wentz is a thousand times better than Nick Foles, and I agree with you. I know, so and I'm not saying that Nick no Foles argument. should be in there. Nick I'm not, Foles I'm just, is a backup. <laughs> I'm just saying Jalen Hurst did not deserve to lose his position off of one one performance, one game. All right. I'm, That's I all I love you. I just I I love say that. I love, you're my, you're my, Yay. Brother. You're Yay. my brother. You're my He's brother. only thrown one interception in the last two seasons. Not bad. <laughs> um, get in the zone. Auto zone. No, that, that, no. Wasn't that whistle for that? I thought it was... Sorry. Give me uh <laughs> give me a Pac twelve preview, please. <laughs> totally are, you work, are you working today? Uh no, I actually I'm in San Diego. I'm gonna do a, a, a no, an appearance of signing, so I'm not not, nice. not working today. No. But I'm I'll be working next week. That'll be in the All first right, time give, on the Pac Twelve Network. Give me a Pac Twelve because uh, Dr. Creepy's back, Coach Creepy. He's in UCLA. So for those that don't know, I, I always call Chip Kelly creepy. <laughs> Coach creepy. Mad, mad scientist. <laughs>
A kid, Give a kid me your sneezes. urine. Yeah, a kid sneezes into a tissue. I'll take that. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> I want to know what you ate over the last two days. But you know what? Here, here's the thing. So as we get into this, uh, there are a lot of people, and I'm, I'm included. I think Washington is a favorite to win the Pac-12. I mean, but the competition is pretty steep. Arizona is going to be viable with Khalil Tate. You got a quarterback. You got a chance. Don't discount Stanford because of Bryce Love. Uh, Oregon, I think, is going to be a player. I think they're going to get better with Jason Herbert at a quarterback because, like I said, you got a quarterback, you got a chance. Um, so there'll be a number of players in. I think it's sort of a down year for SC, per se. Bouncing back after Darnold and some of the players they lost over the last couple of years, it's going to be a little bit around a mid-tier team. Um, I don't think UCLA takes off in year one, but they'll definitely be getting better with recruiting. Um, so overall, um, it, it's Washington's for the taking, but for me, as an alumni and, 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 and people, the person who covers the sport, it, it all hinges on today. I, I think this is this game against Auburn won't necessarily break the season if they don't have it, but it makes it a little bit more difficult to create motivation if they don't have it, especially because the the climate of the world today, everybody's talking about the playoff. I don't think Washington makes a playoff; they don't win this game. So do wow. you uh, help? Yeah, help, help out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm curious. Uh, to see what like, I agree with you with USC, I look at USC and and uh, I think it's going to be a a bit of a, a rebuild, yeah, for Trojans, and uh, you know I just can't wait for tonight and watching, you know, just, just see what Washington and Washington Auburn later today, uh, at the Georgia Dome. It's it's going to be a great great football game. Get, uh, thumb, give me uh, what you see from your dogs. They got a great defense. It moves quick. It flows to the ball. Um, they can pressure the quarterback. Uh, give me, uh, give me your your thumbnail couple, on that team. A couple years ago, this team went and actually went to the Peach Bowl and played Alabama. We know the outcome; they got squashed. Um, I believe this secondary, this defense, is better than the one that got them there. Now that's saying a lot, but the, you have to watch the secondary, the way they play, especially the way they play their man zone combinations. Very impressive out of these young kids, and it causes a lot of confusion for quarterbacks. Um, so they, they should be good. And they're ball hawking. So they, they, they get around. They're going to look for a lot of turnovers. And they get a great defense interior push um, out of their tackles, uh, which they've had over the last couple of years. And a lot of these guys are now in the football, National Football League. So I, I like Washington's defense. Jake Browning, at quarterback, and Miles Gaskin, the combination I think are going to be good. Now, they still have to show me something at the receiving core. I have not seen in the practices that I've seen, and I have not seen early, but that's – you know, the great thing about college ball is we don't necessarily need the exhibition ball. You jump right into it. So we'll see. When you, if you could tell me their weakness, what would their weakness be? Hmm. Might, right now, I would say it's interior offensive line play. I would say it's depth at the receiving core. Um, those are the two that stand out off the top of my head. All right. Have you sussed this game out? Like, I not trust yet. your opinion on it. Not no? yet. Not yet. I'm still. I'm still on the fence. I'm taking my dogs, um, for sure. But but I'm still on the fence. I'm, because here's the thing. I, I saw the team that showed up against Alabama and Auburn. Auburn, very impressive. But I also saw the team that showed up against Central Florida. They wet themselves. So I'm hoping the latter comes up this time. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. But when you look at them. Do you see when you look at if you look at Alabama, can it exploit? Because I, I do think that secondary of Washington you could throw on. 
Oh, see, I, I, I think the secondary Washington is one of their strengths. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll defer to you. I, I just yeah. thought their pass rush helps make their secondary. No, no, I agree because the combinations they play on the backside. They, they need to have a pass rush, and they can do it with four rather than having a blitz. I think that's one of their strengths. But their secondary, they, they've got some studs out there in DBs and safeties. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Man, this game today is going to be something. Between Notre Dame, oh, yeah. Michigan, and Auburn, and Washington, wow. Wow, it's going to be a, Louisville, be Auburn. I think is going to be good because I just think that you know they're they're going to get up for the challenge. And then if Alabama slips Louis, or comes Louis, out a little rusty, Louisville can challenge them. Do you think so? Oh, I mean, just look. You give the credit to the underdog in the first game because they're probably going to get more up for the game than yeah. the, than their opponent. You know what I mean? Well, we saw that last night with Utah State and Michigan. Absolutely. State. So just give them a chance. All right. All right. Let's let's go to the. Uh, I, I want everybody's day. What are we doing today, Triple M? Uh, I am. Are we are we celebrating college football? Oh heck, heck yes, absolutely. Right. Yeah, because uh, my my boys are playing at uh, at nine o'clock, and I'm going to have to be flipping back before between that and FAU Oklahoma, which is on Fox. That's going to be a great game. Yeah, it, I like it, that game. I a lot. like that. I like that game. Uh, a huge game for Lane Kiffin. Like a, a bit, people aren't really eyeballing that as much because of obviously the Notre Dame Michigan game, the the Washington Auburn game. Uh, that that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, in the, I, I was almost going to call it the Georgia Dome, but it's Mercedes Benz Stadium. I'm still like old school. I know, I know. I know. It's, well, it's the new it's, stadium, and it's a, and it's a, and it's a nice it's stadium. The, the Super Dome. and the Super Bowl is going to be beautiful. there next year. So. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be flicking back and forth. I mean, I get out of here at 7 a.m. when uh, you guys are off, but I'm going to take a a brief nap because I've got to work a little bit later, but I'm I'm going to be flicking around and watching some some ball today, and I will definitely be tuning in uh, to the Notre Dame Michigan game as, as I'm getting ready to do my shift tonight, and that game will be wrapping up, and we will be recapping it on the air tonight with my guys oh, Ar- Arnie Spanier and Aaron Torres. I'm a, I'm a hard worker, so this is my time of year to shine, fellas. <laughs> That's right, brother. That's right, Sammy. Uh, you got your boys are in action today. Yep, uh, they're uh, kicking off at 12.40 local time, uh, 2.40 there in the Midwest. Uh, going to go home, going to get a, have a little breakfast burrito, fall asleep for a couple hours, get up, shake off the, the grog, and uh, maybe crack a beer and watch the game. Watch that game, and then uh, I might have to take a nap after it's that. nice, cuz. Yeah, I mean, listen, with this overnight, you know, shift that I work it's not ideal in terms of taking in a lot of college football on Saturdays Sundays it's a little different with the NFL I can right. kind of just stretch it and see how far I can stay up and get up at certain times but uh yeah I do my best and I'm excited for this game all games I got a question on the uh, on the breakfast burrito yes why is it that everybody's so willing to make a breakfast burrito it, but it, they just but I can't get a regular burrito <laughs> it's one I don't of my like favorites eggs. To, yeah I don't know what it, it's one of my favorite. Th- it's one of the easiest things for me to eat. You don't like eggs at all, like in anything. No, I hate eggs. I skeeve them. <laughs> I, 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 in fact, I got I'd a buddy like them. you that, that hates. He's come around to eggs lately, but he used to not eat them at all. He was creeped no, out. No, I, 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 the, the whole thing of the egg, it bothers me. It's like eating somebody's soul. I, I don't. <laughs> wow. I don't know why we do that. It can wow. be cooked so many ways, and the texture is always different. And then, oh, it's a, I think, I think it's as, a, as, a, as opposed to a juicy steak, huh? Cuz what are you eating there? I mean, I think it's barbaric to eat an egg. 
As the well, coneheads say, what, it's an embryo. You know, like you know, they call it. It is. It is it's like a. It's a. It's a chicken before it's a chicken, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. We're eating that stuff now. It's so good. These breakfasts. I go to over across the street to Whole Foods, and they have this bacon, potato, egg, and cheese breakfast burrito, and I get a little little sauce, dip it in there, and it's it's perfect. And then I just yeah, drift I, away into slumber. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you, but how come the Whole Foods doesn't have the the, the regular beef burrito? They should. Like like, yeah. like you know for the. For those of us that are not breakfast, like we're so, we we are so discriminated against those of us who don't like breakfast. I do like the, a good old regular burrito too, if it's got a little rice and beans in there. But uh, yeah. if you're not an well, egg man, you're kind of hard hard out of luck here in this country. You are, and you know I don't eat eggs. I don't eat pancakes. I don't like. What, you, I don't, you don't like breakfast. No, I hate breakfast. Do you, do you, but do you, but do you like lobster, waffle? right? So you know lobster is related to roaches. So but you like lobster? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's the roach of the sea, but it's delicious. That's right. <laughs> we will not be eating ro- roaches anytime soon. But we'll eat lobster. No, I, I'm I'm out. I'm out. I'm out on all everything breakfast. I'm out on egg, okay, all so eggs. But you like espresso? I'm out on pancakes. Nothing. I'm, I, yeah, I like espresso. That's what I like. You're up it's early brew. every weekday in Philadelphia to do your show. What What do you do? What do you put in your stomach that doesn't like? You know, if you just drink coffee all morning, it's going to burn. You're going to get acid reflux. What are you? You're eating yeah. some well, like, I, lunch I'm food. I'm on a I'm on a uh, I'm on a new regimen. Ah, so diet? I go 16 hours without eating. It's the 16-8 regimen. Sounds like Gandhi. So I go I go eight hours on, 16 hours off. When do you sleep? Well, I, you know, I mean, during that, during the sixteen hours off. I'll so you only on. eat one meal a day. I usually two. The one, the beginning hmm. of the eight hours and the end of the eight hours. Interesting. What does that do for you? Have you have you dropped some pounds? Is it? Is it yeah, drop some clarity? pounds and uh, drop poundage. And um, the doctor told me that it's better on your organs. That your organs weren't meant. To consume, they weren't worth the, weren't meant to work this hard, and for those people like us that work in these weird hours, that you know you're not supposed to. They're supposed to be shut down, so they're not supposed to be digesting food all hours of the day. I, I think there is some truth to that. If you kind of think about what maybe prehistoric humans were doing, they were eating Damn one right. big meal a day, and then they go out and they'd find the next one for the next day. You know, and they eat some, yeah. they eat whatever they catch or whatever they find. Sure. And then they, well, I'm uh, like a caveman. Get, yeah. There I'm you like a caveman, Link. What do they call it? The, pa- the, the, the paleo man. diet. Yeah. Paleo, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I still eat some pasta, though, so I can't lie. As you should. Come on. <laughs> All right. Let's go to uh, the opposite of the caveman, a well-refined gentleman. He's, of course, Ralph Irvin. Good morning, Ralphie. Good morning. And, Anthony, what you need to do for breakfast is go to Chick-fil-A. And just get a chicken biscuit. Nothing else. Just chicken and a biscuit. They have Aloha, that? brother. Yes, they do. Wow. I, thanks, brother. That's nice. Yeah, it's delicious. Meanwhile. So you eat the chicken, but you won't eat the egg? Correct. Interesting. The, the egg is uh, is eating the chicken soul. But you're eating the nervous bird. <laughs> Harbaugh's huh? full of it, isn't he? You know, huh? The, yeah. The nervous <laughs> bird. You know, the, the nervous. You don't, you heard about the nervous bird, Lincoln. Come huh? on. What? Do we have to explain this to you, the nervous bird? Ralphie's up. We explained this a little bit. I don't All know right. the nervous. Three top 25 games on Friday's schedule. Number 13, Stanford 
a 31-10 winner over San Diego State. Meanwhile, number 11, Michigan State, they struggled a little bit with Utah State, but in the end, they pulled out the win, 38-31. Number four, Wisconsin, no problems with Western Kentucky, 34-3 the final. In the NFL, the Rams signed Aaron Donald to a six-year extension. It's worth $135 million, 87 of that is guaranteed. Get this, the Rams have spent $237 million in guaranteed money on this year's team. That's a lot. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. On the Diamonds, the Dodgers, 3-2 winners over Arizona. L.A. now trails the Diamondbacks by just a game in the NL West. Colorado game and a half back. They lost their second straight 7-0 in San Diego. In the American League West, Oakland, a 7-5 win over Seattle. The A's now trail Houston by a game and a half. That's because the Angels shut out the Astros 3-0. Gentlemen. All right, my man, Ralphie boy. Chicken biscuit, Anthony. Chicken biscuit. I'll follow your advice. That's a nice item. Sounds like a nice item. We're the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Link, so uh, real quick, yep. could do, do some of the IMDB for me. So I got a weird, I got a weird thing. I got chills and fever, mm-hmm. but no like stuffiness. That's okay. It, and, it's it's just, shat, it, yep. and I feel like I'm going to cough every five seconds. You feel like you want to cough? Uh-huh. So, you're Dr. Kennedy. I always come to well, you with the ailments. Well, here's the thing. So if you feel like you want to cough, that means that your your lungs are reacting to something that's in your system. Now, the reason why you have the fever and the chills is just your body's trying to fight off the infection. Um, sometimes you don't always have to show the symptoms as far as like a stuffy nose or stuff like that. Flu-like symptoms you might be getting. When did these symptoms first come on? Last night. Okay. So you might just be at the beginning. Um, you can you can do a number of, of things there are products over the counter that you can take like coldies or just up your zinc and magnesium intake to uh, to help fight these things to give your 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 body a little bit more extra protection um, and then it might take a little bit of the time off of your downtime but it's it's in your system it's going to happen it just depends it depends on how long you have to deal with it all right so you have to Thank be you, proactive with the system you have to be proactive oh, against magnesium. the systems you show right What's now magnesium um, zinc, echinacea, magnesium. Um, there's all kinds of over-the-counter remedies. I think the f- one that I remember correctly, it worked pretty well, but it tastes like crap. Was uh, coldies all right. when you when you feel it coming on. So just for the symptoms that you have right now, you should aggressively go after the symptoms. You said that the the fevers, the chills. You got to get rest, drink plenty of water, and um, and for you, I would say stay away from the espresso, but drink uh, room temperature water to help alleviate whatever sort of yucky is in your lungs because you said you feel like you have to cough, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. You're going to cough. Like the tightness in your chest, you're going to cough every five yeah. seconds. Yeah. So you got to make sure there's a lot of moisture in, in, in your lungs. So you want to make sure you drink plenty of a, a, a water, not cold water, not hot water, sort of room temperature uh, if you can. All right. Getting all swollen. That's right. Room temperature water? Yeah. I don't like I like cold. I like cold water. I can't do it when you got what you got. You know, it, it hardens stuff up in your system. It doesn't. It doesn't loosen it up. Oh, all right. 
Sammy, you got something? I, I definitely agree with Lincoln, but if you have a fever, isn't drinking cold water good for possibly breaking the fever? Depends on how high the fever is. Yeah. You can you can do the same thing by sitting in a cool tub yeah, to absolutely. bring down your temperature. Yeah, actually, probably is more effective. Yeah. But but the thing is, is you want to stay hydrated and you want to get plenty of rest. And I know it's hard. It's easier said than done. But today is ideal for you guys because, as you mentioned, after you leave here, get a blanket, get on the couch, get your water, and, and just drink tons of it. You can't go wrong. See, I go to Link all the time for my uh, – so I, I, if I'm not feeling well, I text Link. I don't text my doctor. I text Link. And then, <laughs> well, I don't cost as much. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm Lincoln just fine says, with it. a little scotch. I'm good. <laughs> I'm not right, so based you. on what Lincoln says, I then decide whether or not I need to go to the doctor. That's true. That's true. Right. Triple M, that's true. Like, I text him all the time about stuff. Like, you know, if there's something, hey, man, I'm getting uh, this or that, and, you know, and, and he always knows what to do. It's amazing. Like he, he, you are so true in tune with the body and physiology. I had to be. I had to be, man. Right now, but you almost did your own like medical school. No, you know what? In all honesty, here's what I tell people: I I learned a lot when I picked up books on Eastern philosophy, medicine, because there is a big difference between Western philosophy and Eastern philosophy, and there's a reason why people in the Far East live a lot longer than people out west. A lot of it has to do with what you were talking about, food intake and stuff like that, just lifestyle. But also, more importantly, it's, you know, rather than becoming totally dependent on the drugs that are around us, because Western philosophy more or less treats the symptoms, Eastern philosophy treat, treats preventive to prevent the symptoms. You ever, If you ever going into a, a Chinese herb store and they tell you to stick out your tongue and they were like, okay, well, you need... Yak liver and and you know blowfish growing all this stuff. Yeah, I don't know how is that real. I whew, Lincoln, I don't know, man. They're, they're like putting some species in in endangered species zones because they think well, e- taking a, a rhino horn is going to cure them of of whatever. Well, look, I know that I there's know extremes. That. There's extremes in everything, but here's yeah. a here's the thing to think about. If if you think about preventive medicine and just look at the case in point. Why Why was it that people in the Far East were living far a whole lot longer than people out West? They don't have as many um, uh, outbreaks of cancer and stuff like that. And and now things are changing with the, the fact that they're more industrialized, and especially in China. But before then, you didn't have a lot of the diseases that were prevalent in West. No, and they had opium the, the, the dens. Yeah. Look at you, stop. Did you, did, you say, did you just say what I thought you just said? Oh, my. Here we Cures go. what ails you. <laughs> And everything else, because <laughs> you don't remember. Makes you feel better, I guess, right? At least for the time, it's a short-term relief. But. You don't feel anything, and you don't remember anything either. <laughs> All I know is, can you write me a note, Link, that says, Daddy needs to rest and lay on the couch and watch college football undisturbed for the rest of the weekend. I, I can definitely do that. I'll put that. Right. Dr. Kennedy's going to send you over. I don't know if your nephews will. I don't know if your nephews will comply with it. I don't even know if they'll read it. They'll just. Uh, no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a doctor. Like, like the little one, and I, I love him to death. Right, the li- I'll be sleeping, and you know when you work these hours, you're like we work crazy oh, yeah. hours. Uh-huh. So like you know if you can get a if you can get some sleep, it's like a big deal. Yeah. So I I go I take my nap, and I'm asleep for 15 minutes. And all of a sudden, I get, Daddy, 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 and then and then a slap on the back, Daddy. 
right? And I go, so true. What's up, buddy? And he goes, oh, good, you're awake. <laughs> That's little Mosmo. Are you kidding me, little rat mother? <laughs> what the hell? I'm trying to go to sleep. Oh, that uh, is too precious. Dad, what are we going to do today? Ah, uh, dude, I don't know. Go, go play with your brother. That's right. why you got a brother. Go play with him, all right? That's exactly what I tell my kids all the time. The reason why I had multiple so y'all can play with one another. Leave I me mean, alone. for nothing, right? <laughs> you know what's crazy? Now, it's our fault, but do you remember, like, I don't remember, you know, bothering my parents during, you know, when I'm eight years old. Like, no, I the, remember just being out while playing sports. Well, the difference was our parents gave us the ultimatum. If you're in the house, I'm going to make you work. So I suggest you go outside. Yeah, it's true. True, true that, true that. Scrubbing walls, wiping down baseboards, you know, cleaning bathrooms. So, no, after Saturday morning cartoons, you were getting your butt outside because you didn't want to do housework. You want to play sports, right? That's right. All right, we'll come back. We'll start going through the schedule of today. Oh, it's it's just here. Where the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm a doctor. You're a doctor. All right. Fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. I want to have a little fun uh, just as an aside while we're breaking all these games down. We have a new season upon us. It is football 2018. College has already started. Big day today. First big Saturday. We have our first NFL kickoff opener on Thursday. Eagles and Falcons. So I needed to do our fan rules 2018. This is the rules for the fan Bible. And too many violators, Lincoln, for the fan rules. You know, these people with multiple teams. and We live in a very complicated age. So I think we need to have commandments. And I think we need to have our rules in line for everyone. Now, for those who've been around our show, I agree, because those who've been around our show for the time know that we are the fellas, and we have, a, we have a saying, violation, that's a violation. And for years, we've established the parameters of what's a violation, but more importantly, during football season, and then, and then as you mentioned, because in this current climate, there are tons of violations out there every single game day that people need to take notice of, and don't bring that BS around us, fellas, because we're going to exactly. call you out on it and talk exactly. about you. And it, might, and it might have either often other consequences as well. So, All right, let's start off with garb. This, the, when it comes to violations. Okay. All right. Now, uh, neither you nor me are jersey wearers. Right. However, uh, let me ask the Triple M. you a jersey guy? Uh. Every now and again, yes. Good. I don't. I don't have very many uh, Browns jerseys hanging in my closet because no, I like to ju- listen. I like the jersey. So don't I, get me I, wrong. I have. I have a very old like the one. I have. A, I have a very old uh, shirt that my dad gave me that is, I believe, a Bernie Kosar nineteen Browns that I still have. That that's my dad. Very, that's actually very cool. Yes, and then uh, I, my dad actually, when the Browns came back in nineteen ninety nine, uh, my dad got me a jersey that has a big ninety nine on it and a Browns ninety nine just to commemorate the season that they came no, back. So, the, nice. so I don't have any players, but hopefully now that this team might actually be progressing to a certain level, and maybe they knock on wood, they turn into. 
a team that actually can be respectable, considering the way the last two years have been, maybe I could actually maybe get a Baker Mayfield jersey. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, or maybe you get some stock tips. I know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> and especially considering how things have gone the last couple of years with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. I, and I, I actually like – I mean, I do. I have some – I just don't wear them a lot because of the violence journalists and no, it's not no, it's not definitely not a violation. It is a violation for a grown man to be wearing a jersey. That's not yours. No, I disagree. I agree with Lincoln. It's, Do you? I kind of well, listen. But I love people. I mean, the who football jersey is the passionate. football jersey. I, I don't think that's a violation. What if you tuck it into your pants? <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh. Okay. Okay. Then you're violating. The, that's what I was going to say. You must there, have read my mind. Yeah. That's, because I was going to say there's two rules involving jerseys. Didn't didn't we have this conversation? Remember, we remember, did. Remember, remember there, Pitbull? There's a guy Pitbull, who is- Pit, It was Pitbull at the All-Star game. Remember, it was a guy yes. was in Miami, and we looked at it, and we were like, what the heck is he doing? Right, what, what because Pitbull did what the Muffin Man did. <laughs> remember the Muffin Man? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Lincoln's favorite. I used to work with a guy, the Muffin. Lincoln dubbed him the Muffin Man. And the Muffin Man used to steal food. He was a hoarder of food. I mean, he did one of the most reprehensible things ever. And he was on air, you know, making real money and goes to a remote and has a big meal at the, at the remote broadcast. There are the uh, there's three muffins left. There are two like teenage girls or girls in their early twenties who are there, you know, like assisting, you know, making muffins. Interns. Probably interns. interns. They were yeah, interns. probably probably interns. So the 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 producer says to the muffin man, muffin man, uh, can I give these two muffins to the girls? And he says. No, just give them one and cut it in half because my wife and I will have the two muffins for breakfast tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Now, that's pretty bad, is it not? That's really bad. That's why you got the name Muffin Man. That's right. So, and there was numerous Muffin Man violations that the Lincoln has uh, d- dimed him out on. Oh, yeah. You know, mostly involving day-old food. Putting Super Bowl parties like you can't get free pizza on a Friday because you do a show from a pizza joint and then serve it to your guests on a Sunday. <laughs> right? Isn't that wrong? So many levels on you can't so heat many up levels. The pizza uh, two days later, and there's also such thing as football food. There are things that aren't don't go well with football food. You don't get high acidity and what. It's, it's supposed to be finger food, easily accessible. You don't serve pate at a football party. Right, right, right. So, anyway, uh, the jersey. I see, I'm fine with the jersey. I like the jersey. I no. think the jersey's a part of it. No. It's a part of the experience. Not for me. Violation what if, for me. W- all right, well, what if they wear the jersey without a, a name or number on the back? Or just a number? <clears throat> that, might, that might ease it. I mean, I guess it's... I don't know. My biggest my biggest violation is, and we'll talk about more on the other side, I've got a ton of violations when it comes to game day. All right. The fan rules, 2018. What are yours? We're the fellas.
Happy, happy, happy college football 2018. It is back, ladies and gentlemen. We have an incredible day ahead of us. So say goodbye to your loved ones. Kiss them on the cheek. Get your Labor Day on and watch college football. Oh, it's back. It'll be back in a big way tonight. Michigan, Notre Dame. Now, that game is going to be some rain, possible thunderstorms. We'll talk more in breakdown. We'll break down every game coming up around nine. And uh, But that's a big game. And uh, I, I'm curious to see what Michigan looks like with its new toy. Michigan! Right? I mean, you got a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm curious to see, you know, how it plays out. But you know, the, the weather's in, weather could be advantage Irish and Wimbish with the rain and the wind that is expected. Well, I also give them the home field advantage too. So just playing yeah, there, opening up the season there. It's going to be beautiful. And of course, Lincoln's Dogs at the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium with uh, going up against Auburn. Oh, my. Oh, there you go. Bow down to Washington. Her. <laughs> There's no, nothing no, no, no. better than it. Good old fight song. That gets you spirited for college football. I love it. Love it. My buddy was texting we do- all ahead. these great plays, iconic college football plays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, the, the push, push. <laughs> you know, all these different plays, the, the, the catch. Yeah. You know, although I was like, "Wow," because we 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 grew up with college football. Like we were big college football kids, right? So we would always watch over everybody's house, or you know, we go early Saturday morning and play football, yep, and then go to a bar and watch it and all day long. And it's always as good kids, you were going to a bar. I didn't well, miss that part. Right? Like late, <laughs> late, mid to late teens. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> No, That's but about like, right for like I, I remember, I remember being sixteen. There was a neighborhood bar called Malone's Bar, and you, you go. In, I remember being sixteen, going in there, and forget about like partying and stuff. Like after you know to watch games, mm-hmm. like you go in there to watch games and and probably bet on games, and uh, <laughs> you just dimed out Malone's for a couple of violations. <laughs> well, it's not it's not in existence anymore. <laughs> But you know, maybe there were maybe there was a place to get action. You know, <laughs> seven or eight guys sitting at the bar with their Michelob ponies and their notebooks. Oh, is that where the notebooks came into? When we first noticed the notebooks because you do a notebook now with your Pellegrino yeah. or the yeah. or the rice paper. Oh wow! Put the, the rice paper, paper in water and it disappeared. Mm-hmm. What do you got on Notre Dame? Seven. What, give me the Irish. All right, you got it for a quarter twenty. <laughs> 30 to win 25. <laughs> These guys. Oh, my God. We go in there and watch games and, and not even drink. Not even drink. Like, you drink water. Right. Like they didn't care. You know no, what I mean? They, they just care. were watching games. You were in the scene. So, so looking, looking to part. So, so it was, uh, it's, it's been a huge part of all of our lives, college football, and none bigger than yours. You donning the Husky helmet. You being the big dog. For Washington, you know, go back real quick, and then I want to get back into our fan rules. But go back real, real. When you, th- 
when you thought about picking your school, take us oh, back in, in, into what made you choose Washington. Well, you know, it's funny. We just had this conversation with Matt Millen the other day as we were heading to the Seahawks game because Matt, back in his day coming out of Pennsylvania, he took – I think he told me he took 10 recruiting trips. This is back a long time ago. And I think that when I came out, the most you could do was five. Um and I didn't even get to all five. I, I had some slated that I, I couldn't get to because I did all of my recruiting trips in a row. So the, the, the first time, um, my first recruiting trip was to Michigan. It's the first place I went and was set out as, as landing in Ann Arbor, getting off of a plane, coming from San Diego, and getting off the plane in, in Michigan, and it's 17 degrees. And I came from San Diego. All I had was a windbreaker. <laughs> so they, they naturally wow. gave, me, they gave me a trench coat to wear <laughs> while I was in Ann Arbor. But just that's that was my first experience to a true college football town. Everything in Ann Arbor was blue and amazing yellow, whatever it is, blue and gold. Um, remember going through just having that whole Big Ten gritty feeling is where I first experienced it. Seeing uh, Bo Schembechler, Bo Schembechler may rest in peace now. He was in the hospital. He had had one of his surgeries. And I remember specifically going in to visit him. And, and here I am, you know, 16 years old and talking to one of the greatest coaches ever do. And he's like, you want to be a Wolverine? And a dark, deep, raspy voice. And I'm just like, shouldn't you be worrying about getting better than football? But hey. Oh, my yes. God. That's awesome. <laughs> you want to be a Wolverine? You want to be a Wolverine? <laughs> How would you not we'll sign up right then and there? Well, I, I mean, look, trust me, I, I went back to San Diego. My head coach, John Shackler, was my mentor. He was like a father figure, and I was blued up. I My favorite color is blue. I was going to be a Wolverine, and Coach Shack said, whoa, 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 just pump your brakes. They're supposed to – because they did exactly what he did. This is when I learned about the hustle. He told me that they're supposed to make you feel like you were the greatest thing since sliced bread, that their football program cannot go on unless you come and play for them. And that's exactly how I felt. That's what I walked out of Michigan feeling. He said, you got to go to other places because you'll see a difference. So I took his advice. The following weekend, I went up to SC. Now, SC, and then, you know, coming from Southern California, I said, well, SC was a top program on the West and just had to see what SC was about. Who's coach then? Was Larry Smith? We were talking about back in 88. I didn't look look it up. But anyways, whoever was coach, I, I remember... My my reluctancy for SC was this. When the pageantry, the pomp and circumstance, everything, everybody, you know, was fight on, throwing up, you know, the peace sign, with the fight on symbol um, in Los Angeles. Everywhere you go, you were, you know, you were basically a football god. Um, that was all wonderful. There were uh, there were 48 recruits on my weekend at SC and there was only 18 scholarships. And I had heard from guys before, you had heard horror stories about guys committing, verbally committing to SC and then having to walk on. That's something that stood out in my mind. It was just something that just, whoa, I don't know, hey, I want to do that. Loved everything about SC. It reminded me a lot of San Diego where I came up, but I was worried about instances like that. And I didn't know how fast I would play because SC was deep. So I didn't want to, you know, sit on the bench. I wanted to go, I wanted to go somewhere and play. That was the SC experience. Um, I, then the following week I did all of my trips in a row. The following week I went to, um, I went to Washington and I fell in love with Washington because when I went up to Seattle, I'm a big water baby. It was beautiful. The, the landscape, it was a beautiful weekend. You could see Mount Rainier from Seattle. It just looked 
luscious and beautiful, and it just felt right walking on that campus, walking around there. It just felt comfortable. I said, I, I, I can see myself doing this. Plus, I had heard some things about Michigan I need to get into right now, but um, uh, that kind of tainted me away from that. But staying relatively closer, but getting out of California became my main motivation to decide on Washington. And I took a couple other unofficial visits to some places to see them, like Colorado and UCLA, and felt that Washington was the best choice. Oh, you you went to Colorado too. Back then, we were yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The bus. Cordell. Were good, yep. I used to always Aaron play. Hagen, all those guys. The, so Madden. Uh, Madden college football with Colorado. <laughs> remember that? Remember that game? I remember that. I remember because they were part of the Big Eight back then. Michael so Westbrook. They, the, they had a yeah. That was that was a little bit after me, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. All right, Lincoln, let's do it. Fan rules 2018. Uh, we're talking about jerseys. Yes, you can't talk in the jersey. Okay. Whether you're uh, – who was the, the uh, Pitbull or oh, the Muffin Man, you can't talk <laughs> in the jersey. It's bad luck. All right, the idea of the – what about the jersey of the guy that's no longer with the team? I have a problem with a grown man wearing a jersey, someone else's name on his back. I just have a problem with that. Period. All right, you're a player, but but but, but well, no, here, well, here's the thing. Here's here's so my it's biggest. It's hard for you to weigh in on as a player. Okay, well you then can't let me imagine just, that. I'll voice my opinion, but let me just say this: as far as violations are concerned, okay. My biggest violation, and this has to do with fantasy football and all this stuff. If we're let's say for example we're having a football viewing party, the Raiders are playing the Chiefs. You do not show up at my house wearing a Broncos quarterback jersey because he's on your fantasy team and you're cheering for him. That's a violation. I agree. That's 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 one that I have to point out. That's that's one and I sit there and, and one people wonder why I don't have people over my house. Because you do crap like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I I think you're right about that. I think fantasy has really helped or has really eroded a lot of fandom. Agree, agree. And that's why it's still better, and it still feels more more pure in college football. Well, the great thing about college football is that you're you're loyal to an organization, you're loyal to colors, you're loyal to 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 uh, you know a school rather than a player. So the, you know when you you see you know Bama versus Georgia. You got two hardcore fan bases going at it. I mean, and, and they're getting involved. They're not walking around with you know a, an Auburn jersey on because I got that's my fantasy quarterback for the day. You're right on, man. Right on. All right, homework assignment. Let me. Th- you, I want you guys to think of it. Triple M. I. Uh, th- I was saying, think of some rules violations. Right. Trying to think. Of it a is the off rules the top of, my head. of 2018. Fan rules. And uh, you can reach us 877-99 on Fox if you have a great fan rule at home. 877-99 on Fox. for the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says 15 minutes could save you 50% or more in car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. We are the fellas. He's, he's Anthony Gardagano, and I'm Lincoln Kennedy, and we are having some fun today as we talk to you about football violations. We get you prepped for the, the 2018 season. I've already announced mine. It has to do with jersey with jersey wearing, a uh, little difference of opinions uh, when it comes to jerseys. Maybe it's because I was a player, but 
Uh, yeah, there's I think maybe that was it. Well, there were the, the, for me, it's something inherently wrong because my boys came up to me, you know, a few months ago uh, when right before the season was started, I was like, "Hey, Dad, we want we want Derek Carr jerseys," and I said, "Is he your daddy?" So if he is, you can go live with him, but you're not wearing another man's jersey around me. <laughs> <laughs> your name is Kennedy. Respect. No, it. no, I, I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. I, I would concur with that. I would concur. All right, Triple M, what do you got? Um, okay, so mine is kind of along the it's, – it's a Jersey one, and this is kind of – you know how you, – you guys alluded to it, the fantasy aspect of how guys will start rooting for teams. So mine is, if you're going to don a Jersey of a team and say that they're your team, you should be at least off the top of your head be, name, be able to name at least five players. At least – and that may be being kind. You can imagine. Yeah, I agree. I think it's. I think you're right. I think at least ten. At, at least five to ten players. If you are yeah. going to don a jersey and say that a team is your team, you should be able to at least name five to ten players off the top of your head, not even by looking at Google. I agree with that. I think that's sharp. Dead on. All right, uh, Sammy. I I need students to go to the games. All right. I know that the millennials now, they like to sit at home, watch it on their phone. Gotta pack the student section. The tickets are always cheaper. Sometimes they're free, depending on the school. You gotta show up. You gotta be there. And don't come late and don't leave early. Stay there. You are you should be the most vocal section of the stadium. I have a problem now seeing student sections like half empty or two-thirds full. I also have another quick one. If you go to a bowl game, this is for college sports, if you go to a bowl game and your team loses and you own a bowl shirt... You need to be wary about wearing that losing team bull shirt. You should never wear it outside the house or turn it into a good uh, dust rag. That's Damn. very good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hot yeah, I, like I know Ralphie's got some. Ralphie, if he's not busy, I want, I'm curious to see what Ralphie has. I've got one for you, Lincoln. Okay. If you're going to wear a college jersey, you better be able to say that, sing that college's alma mater. Fight song. Or nice. fight song. There you go. Because – you think about international sports, they know songs for soccer teams and all this, and that's professional. This is college. As you say, Lincoln, it's about color and family. That's right. And so you should know that. Otherwise, you know, you're just you're just a fan. That's fine. But you're going to wear the colors, man. You got to know it. Sing it. Like it. Sing it. There you go. Sing it. Because what do you, you got? What is, what's, off, what's off the top of your head? Because you, you got one? No, there's nothing on the top of my head. Um, no? Football yeah, violations? No no. no, no, I got a million of them. I, I'm going to go to the phone lines. Okay. And uh, Fred is in South Carolina. Happy football season, Frederick. Happy football weekend. What do you say, mis hermanos? We are in the best time of the year, are we not? Armano, <laughs> a great, great time of the year, my brother. Big Link, you just gave me the biggest belly laugh when you said, David, is David Carr your daddy? That's, that's exactly the, right. That's the line of the day. <laughs> Derek Carr is your daddy. You go live with him. <laughs> yes, exactly. He, he going to pay for you to go to college? I don't think so. Off you go. <laughs> that's the greatest. Isn't that a great line? And this is oh, why, my God. This is why the fellas is the top show, period, end all. It's the greatest. So, you, real quick, mine is. When we're watching football with someone and they go, I'm not really a fan of a team. I'm a fan of the players. Mm. Good. Oh, my God. I hate them. Mm. I hate the player guys. 
Yeah. Oh yes. yeah. Okay. Which means what? You change every year. Hit the just hit the road. Goodbye. Oh my God! You're so right, Freddie. You, you, these, I like players. I don't like teams. I like players. Who doesn't like teams? Yeah. Yeah. God, well, then why don't you pick their team? Like, get, just get out. Just, you have no yeah, business even watching the game with real fans. Like, get out. Preach on. Anyway, That's a great boys, one, another brother. fantastic Saturday. I love, love, love what this show. What are you doing? Like, you no matter what beach? state I'm living in. Uh, well, maybe. It, might be. How close are you it to would the be beach a, in South Carolina? Yeah, it's nice and warm, baby. It's the good. and But got to have the games on the, on the radio. Love the feeds. Oh, it's nice, man. Hey, love you, Freddie. Thank Temple you, Temple University. That's right. Fight, <laughs> fight, you, fight, fight for the cherry and the white. For the cherry and the white, we'll fight, fight, fight. There you go. There you go. So there's Ralphie. There's the alma mater for Ralphie. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Boys, Freddie. I love Enjoy, you. Buddy. Always good to listen. Love you. Thanks, right. Freddie. Appreciate it, buddy. Can I can I just jump off of something that Fred just said, guys? Like it's and this has driven me nuts, and and this was something that has pissed me off at the Super Bowl party I've been at the last couple of years. People who are just at the game and they were just rooting against Tom Brady. So it's like you're not rooting you're not rooting for a team. You're just rooting against a player. So like kind of jumping off of what he said, it's just like okay, you're you're gonna watch a game and you're gonna just oh I I don't like Tom Brady, so you know what I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna root for the Eagles. It's just or I'm gonna root for the Falcons, and I'm just like okay, <laughs> that's that's great, but yeah, you should be watching the game and have like, and I know the Super Bowl is a little bit different, obviously, but it's like okay. If you're going to root for a team, root for a team. Don't just root against a team just because you don't like a player. Come on. I don't know about that one. I mean, that's a little bit of a stretch. I don't have a problem with it mainly because it, you go up to I, I, you go up to people and you say, "Hey, who are you going for in the Super Bowl?" Well, sometimes there's a villain that you don't like or you don't want to cheer for. It's happened with Cleveland and LeBron. I mean, there were many people who were, didn't like LeBron because he was LeBron, and I, I don't know. That's that's I hear where you're going. Triple M. I just think it's a little bit of a stretch. I don't have a problem with it. All right. Um, let's go to Daniel in Kentucky. Daniel, you're on with the fellas. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's happening, my brother? Good morning. Good morning. I'm excited. I know this isn't uh, doesn't have a lot of national flair, but uh, Cincinnati playing UCLA tonight has yes. My- go Bearcats. Beat my, Chip Kelly. That's my yeah. Luke Fickle now. He's gonna he's gonna be there for a couple of years before he jumps ship, like everybody else. Yeah, and uh, that's what sucks, doesn't it? Like, yeah. I, I, like you and I have our schools. Like, I'm a Temple guy. You're a Cincinnati guy, and we're a stepping stone program. Absolutely. Both of ours. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what? Cincinnati could go 12 0 this year, and it won't matter. But anyways, that's a, that's a different. Uh, that's a different discussion. I wanted to talk about the um, jersey etiquette. I'm a Bengals fan, unfortunately. And seeing the guy that is wearing a jersey from the player that got traded and they put the duct tape over the over the player's name and then write in like a different yeah. Yeah. name. With a yeah, that's a violation. And then they doctor like the number to make like come on either yeah you, you can't jersey, perform surgery on a jersey throw it away buy a new one any anyway I'm not a jersey person myself I've never I've never um 
been that guy. But anyways, the, the whole the duck. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it, but the no, duck we've tape, seen it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's, I think that, it's a great call. That, that's the worst. <laughs> All right, well, go Bearcats tonight, brother. Beat Coach right. Creepy. <laughs> see, triple M, see, see what I'm talking about when you're you're cheering against somebody in particular. It's not just an organization. It's he's cousins against yeah, Coach yeah, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, no, you see I what I mean? No, it's just, <laughs> it, it, it's. I, I don't know what it was, and that just popped into my head when Fred was talking about it, and I was just like, it, it, it's, it's sometimes, and especially in the Super Bowl, it's it's different. And, like, you can root against somebody. I understand it. It's just, like, for whatever reason, and it's been at the same Super Bowl party, and I think it's the same person. And I'm like, jeez. Well, that's because New England's always in it. Right, right. No, no. (laughs) And exactly. Exactly. So that's obviously why it jumped out at me. But it's – I I liked where Fred was going with that. Like, that that just jumped out at me. I was like, that's just so dead on him. And and the same thing with Daniel. That was dead on, too. Like, it's just like – it's amazing how you can just like build the Bible of fellas' violations and well. Another violation for me when it comes to the Super Bowl party is that I, I believe football food is finger food. It should be quick. It should be easily accessible. Completely Not, it agree. Can be, it can be it can be messy, but you don't have to get too fancy. I don't. You you don't you don't serve. You know what what is it pate or I mean just Lincoln. I know no you know, soup. No soup, Lincoln. No soup. Well, no no no. Here here's here's the thing. If you're going to go some, I can go with chili. Yeah, oh, but I'm course. not going to go with yeah. like chicken noodle soup or something like that. Yeah, yeah. you, you know what I mean. It's got to be hearty. Yeah, it's got to be hearty. It's got to be. I think it's got to be quick, easily accessible finger food. Yeah, like um, wings. You, That's why wings are so ideal. Yeah, yeah no, no exactly. tomato bisque. No tomato bisque. No tomato bisque. That's not a football food. Don't come and say that. You know, I'm, we're we're, we're going to have tea and 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 bisque. Uh, <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> The, the uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think you make a great point. I think you make a great point, brother. Um, but you know, a, you know, a crock, a crock of what? The crock chili. That no, works, no, right? I, yeah, yeah. Chili's good. I can do chili. Chili's right. good. But there's some soups you're not. You know, I mean, let's. I don't even know. What, what am I looking? At my, what am I looking for, Ralphie? What, 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 what soup is? When you not say is not necessarily football food. You, I don't know. Cream I got a soup? nice minestrone. Creamo mushroom here. soup there. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Gazpacho. Yeah. <laughs> you can take the chili. You can put it on a hot dog. You can put it on a cheeseburger. Yeah, because that's yeah. Like, it's like the chili's you know, thick. It's yeah. hearty. You know, you put some onions, put some cheese on, a little dab of sour cream, whatever you like. I mean, come on, all that stuff. Yeah, I, I feel you, my brother. I feel you, Ralphie. What do we got for trending, my brother? Well, first we don't have chicken and rice soup for, at, at the football. That's party. it. That's a good one. Yeah, there no, you no, go. No chicken and stars either. Instead, well, how about some college football? Because there were three games on Friday. Number 11, Michigan State. They had a struggle. But Utah State wasn't able to hold the Spartans out of the end zone when it mattered. 38-31, the final score. Sparty is a victor. Number 13, Stanford. A 31-10 win over San Diego State. Number 4, Wisconsin. No problems at all. They cruise past Western Kentucky. 34 to 3 on the Diamonds. The Dodgers just a game back of Arizona now after a 3-2 win Friday night. Game and a half back of the Diamondbacks. You'll find Colorado. They lost their second straight 7-0 to the Padres. Meanwhile, in the American League West, Oakland beats Seattle 7-5. 
That while the Angels shut out Houston 3-0, so the A's just a game and a half out of first place in that division. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. The Rams signed Aaron Donald to a six-year contract extension. It's worth $135 million. $87 million of it is guaranteed. That is the richest defensive deal in NFL history. And Ant, just think about it. The next time you see a lot of men wearing an Eagles jersey, it's because it's the regular season of the NFL. I like that, Ralphie. I like that. And here he is, our man Ralph. We are the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, and we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Going over fan rules, fan etiquette. You know the guy that I don't like? The guy when you're watching the game that tells the section to get up. Huh? You know, you're at the game, it's fan, he's nuts, he's standing up every play, and he's imploring the entire section to stand up. Oh, okay, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't really do that. Come on, you, you know, got to stand up. Let's stand up. Let's stand and, up. And, and the guy that thinks he's, you know, the coach. Right. And he's breaking down plays. Oh, well, that's the worst right there. You know? Dude, I was sitting in the shuttle yesterday, and I was—I—I I, I seriously wanted to pull out the the imitation gun and blow my brains out because this guy was talking about football like he knew what he was talking about, and he had no clue. And I and I felt bad for the guy because he was he was on a roll. He realized who I was, started talking about the Raiders, and he—I'm just oh God, just shut up. Just, just stop. Just like, stop. Yeah. yeah. Just stop. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Yeah. Hey, everybody's different, and, and trying to cut off the conversation, but he just went on this tangent. Oh, well, they need to do this and this and this, and they need to get this. And I'm like, you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> That's tough, man. How, how about the guy who, who, in a similar vein, he stands up and he keeps yelling at the refs from, you know, 50 rows up. Oh, my God. He's yelling yes, at the sideline, and he's, you know, he's irritated with every call. He's standing up maybe every five minutes and screaming. And he, this guy is usually an older gentleman. Uh, just disgruntled by the way the game is being called and some of the plays that are being called. You know well, this I'm, I'm with a complainer you. I'm with all you. around. Yeah. Um, I need to say one, but I need to apologize first. Uh-oh. In case he's still a part of the show. Uh-uh. Uh-oh. But, I, like, you know, Frank Caliendo and football, don't go. I'm out on Frank Caliendo. You don't Stop the, trying the to comedy? give me jokes with my football. Football's not funny. He does great impressions. He stinks. Anthony. What? He's of he your he's of your countryside. Caliendo. Come on. He's one of he's your not, brethren. He's not a, well, he's not, I don't claim him. Uh, he, he, that's not real. I think he's really talented. I don't. We like well, they doing pay, the Madden. They pay, they pay him to do that stuff. He is, there, is he still on the show? He does a great John Gruden. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, come on. Is he still on the show? I don't know, actually. Ralphie, Anthony, I got to share this one. You'll appreciate this, is that while I was working with UCLA in the athletic department, part of my job worked alongside the marketing team, 
and they did the in-game experience, and they were talking about football and all these different games. We got to put in all these different things to, you know, that are fun for the kids and everything. Oh, stop! And, and I just stopped and I said, "How does that exactly jive with a male audience that wants our players to go and rip the other team's heads off?" And, you and know what? I, that's it, so great. And and I got these that's looks so like like I was, you know, I, I had a horn growing out of my nose, and I'm just like, guys. It's football. The, oh the, 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 this God. isn't this isn't the tiddlywinks hour. This isn't you know. Yes. This isn't baseball where you're right. you know you're there's dead time. This is football. Oh, we're gonna get the kitties. Let's go to the petting zoo at the game. Oh my goodness, so, Ralph! You're against the uh, the bouncy castle outside of the stadium. Oh my God! No, it's horrible. I don't mind that. I think that adds the atmosphere. I don't mind that stuff in in the stadium during game time. You're okay. there right, for that, war. Yeah. yeah, you're there for the game. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you're not there. Sam, you like that? Well, okay, outside of the stadium. Well, you want to go bouncy bounce? No, I said outside of the stadium before the game. If you go around Kinnick Stadium, for instance, in Iowa City, they got like stuff where kids can throw footballs through little hoops. You know, you got games and stuff set up. I, I don't know. It, it, well, that's it, it, tailgating. Okay, tailgating, but... I, I thought that's kind of what you were going to. No, no, no. Yeah, but I'm while the game in is in the progress, game. so, so don't, in go, the don't go into like there's like a sauna or a pool at the at the stadium. You don't want to do that. <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Diving baseball, board or fair Jags pool. in the pool, yeah. <laughs> Jag, baseball, yeah, Jaguars with their pool. I get that. Baseball yeah. game's a long game. You can still pay attention to what's going on. But, uh, yeah. but football yeah. is, 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 you know, 100-yard war. Yeah, thank you, Ralphie. I mean, Thank on. you. I appreciate that. Because, I, I, you know, the bouncy bounce for the kids. I don't know what, what the, the Sammy's doing. I guess maybe I'm, I'm aiming more at, uh, like, to tailgating and stuff. You know, you got flags flying. You got games. Yeah, well, Everyone's I mean, got their little, the game. Their little niche. Here, here, here's what you do inside the game. You watch the game. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. I wish John in Tennessee would call back because I want to find out about the Vols. I need a uh, I need a thumbnail on the vowels. Oh, interesting. Shocked? No, 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 no. I, I, no, I haven't. I, I didn't think that was a West topic Virginia movement. Tennessee today is yeah. a great game. Agree. It's a West, great game. Tennessee's trying to bounce back, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of curious. I'm, yes, uh, please do, Sammy. You're going to get some, uh, Anthony, you're going to get some Tennessee uh, West Virginia knowledge uh, next hour in about uh, 50 minutes from now. We're going to have uh, Tyler Ivins, who's a local uh, sports talker on uh, WNML, uh, and he's going to come on and talk about SEC and college football. Old colleague of mine, looking forward to it. I like it. I like it, brother. Yes, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. All, I'm into it. All right, uh, fan rules 2018, what do you got? You, so you do you like the comedy, Link? Oh, I don't mind it. I don't, I'm, I've always had the, the the feeling if you're not laughing, you're not living. So I don't mind the levity. Yeah, but with football, pregame, well, like I'm in, I'm in, you know, I'm in mode. I I, I don't want to laugh at the jokes. You know, see, see, this is this is an issue for me. So so back in college, you know, the, the late great Don James, may he rest in peace. He was adamant about having uh, the game face on, so he didn't like guys, you know jovial Joking, they didn't like yeah. guys you know he just everyone had to be straight face and it became somewhat exhausting 48 hours you had this game face on you walking around looking mean and to do that takes so much energy 
So I believe in just lightening up the mood. I'm not saying that you go out and you're just you're not you know you focus on what you need to do. And like a uh, like Ralph said, a lot of times you equate football to to war in the circumstances where it's combat. You know, I get that, but there's a time and place for that. I like to keep it loose until it's time to crank it up. Now. That's probably about an hour, forty-five minutes before game time. Then you get your, you get serious because then you get focused. But I don't like walking around all tight, kill someone, putting your head through a locker. I've, I've never been about that, so I don't have a problem with the levity. Yeah, no, I hear you. But but like it's different because you you always go to the player days. Yeah, player days versus fan days. Like I, you know, like I I just want to watch the games. I, I'm not playing, so I'm not going to be. You know, I just don't well, want to let like I don't need to like have comedy stand up. Or well, you you have you have your own sort of view. So, for example, if you're going tailgating, it's not like you're sitting there. You know, you're hanging out with friends. You're maybe having a, a few cocktails. You're just livening it up, relaxing, getting ready yeah. to go in there. And, and I'm not the biggest tailgate guy, to be honest with you. Oh my gosh, no comedy, no tailgating. It sounds like you live such a boring life, cuz. Come on out and play with us. I like I I'm, I like football. I like That's football too. Like. All right, I don't need anything with it. I don't want to get. I don't want to smoke weed and watch football. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to huh? go to a comedy show and watch football. Well, I, I'm uh, not uh, saying a comedy show, but I, I think you might appreciate a nice dime piece sitting in your lap with nothing but a jersey on. Fellas, right here on Fox. <laughs> All right, fellas, right here, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. I quit. All right, I'm uh, done. I'm done. All right, well, done. we got some breaking news. Is that right? Breaking news from right, Fox let's go, Sports. Let's go right to the newsroom where Ilo is uh, ready to go. Ilo, what is the breaking news? Good morning, Anthony and Lincoln. Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport both reporting that the Oakland Raiders have a tentative agreement in place to trade star defensive end Khalil Mack to the Chicago Bears. Oh, my God. Wow. With compensation, where do we hear anything on that? No is, specifics is yet. Ones? No specifics yet, but they are the team. It's being negotiated, but the Bears are the team, according to Schefter and Rappaport. Wow. Great job, Ilo. Uh, Lincoln, what does this mean Khalil Mack, you thought all along that the Raiders. I thought all along that he was going to be a bear. I mean, not to be a bear, be a Raider, but according to when I was talking to people and, and they were like, look, they're, I didn't put any emphasis into the holdout. They still had another year of the deal. Um, I thought they had the leverage. And I thought they would get something done, especially now that Aaron Donald's done. So, you know, when talking to my sense. sources. Yeah, it, it just you, you had you had your gauge. You had the two. The other one who was on the on the on the table is taken care of. So now you know where you can put a contract. Um, but they did just sign Derek Carr uh, to a pretty heavy contract. And they, they're going to have Amari Cooper on the fence. Uh, and they can't keep everybody. I understood that. But I always thought that Khalil Mack was a solid part of their foundation. And there are three positions to me that warrant that top market value. Quarterback, rush in, and left tackle. So is this is this something where Gruden putting his own stamp on this team? I don't he know. Goes, like you know, well, we're not. We're, I'm not dealing with it. So if you don't want to be here and you, I'm not playing these games. You could leave. Well, I mean, there's a reason why they went out and drafted Arden Key from LSU. There's a reason why they, you know, 
they've got Bruce Irvin obviously under contract. And as I said before, I thought the Raiders had the leverage in their corner with him being under contract, a fifth-year option. And it wasn't chump change that he was making. Um, so uh, I believe that a deal was going to get done. The holdout was just something that happens. We see it happen all the time, just like we did Aaron Donald and the Rams. Eventually they got a deal done. Uh, eventually the you know the Packers got a deal done with, with, with their quarterback. So I have been told in the past that there would have to be a lot of compensation given up in order to take Khalil Mack, and that, that includes, say, maybe a player right now and possibly a couple, you know, first-round draft choice at least. You're getting least compensated at least one first-round draft choice. And then maybe a, a player who can come in and play in the state or another top draft choice. Um, most of the agents that I know said that there was, I think there was projection for a one, maybe a three and or something like that and some other change um, for, for his compensation goes. But also a team has got to be prepared to take on that hefty contract. And there weren't a whole lot of teams out there. People were circulating about Cleveland for a while. They were circulating about now, now Chicago's coming up. So um, there weren't a whole lot of teams out there who were going to dedicate that type of money or have to be a li- ability to do it. That's why I was surprised that this rumor still had any um, any any life to it. Well, you'll be opposite Leonard Floyd, Lincoln. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, Chicago. the Bears have, the Bears have dedicated a lot of resources to their defense and secondary. None. I, I think they're they can possibly be be uh, pretty good, especially in that division. Yeah, well, look, Kyle Fuller and mm-hmm. Prince of Makimura and well, uh, Jackson and Amos, and then you got, you know, just tough linebackers and, uh, you know, Hicks, Goldman, and Bullard up front with that with those four. Now you got Cleo Mack. Yeah. Not bad, this, Link. This is, my, this is tough. This is a tough pill to swallow. That's why I said I quit. Yeah, you, well, you, what, you know, what, what does that mean? You know, it tells me. It tells me that the Raiders, that this is not a year, this is a step back and gather, this isn't a year where they're going to compete. Well, it's unfortunate because I thought they had had the potential to be close. If that's the case. All right, well, sit tight because, well, we'll cover this story inside and out. No one's closer than Lincoln. He'll break it down. We're the fellas on Fox. All right, mammoth news in the NFL. Khalil Mack, as Ilo just told you again, there is a deal in place for the Raiders to send their star, their star rush linebacker, their star defensive playmaker to the Bears. And uh, Lincoln, I, I got to know from you what 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 does this mean as you digest the thing. You know, all along we all thought, particularly once Aaron Donald signed, yeah. that it was a foregone conclusion that Khalil Mack's back in the fold. Now, without Khalil Mack, where are the Raiders defensively? I, I think they're reeling. I think they're putting a lot of emphasis in players like Arden Key or Tank Carradine or Frosty Rucker you know, as a Russian opposite of Bruce Irvin. They're they're losing, you know, 2016 Defensive Player of the Year, a guy who's made as immediate an impact at Russian since he was drafted four years ago. Um, I, hey, look, I, I work for the organization. I understand that there's business. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, until this thing happens, we don't know what the the parameters were about it. But I think it's a it's a it's a huge loss for the defense. Yeah, is it something where you know John Gruden says? Yo, this is his stamp. You know, it, it's not uncommon for a coach to come in and automatically make such a drastic change. 
No, in no, it's no. not. Particularly when you have it's a holdout not. situation. Yeah, I mean, it's not unusual. I mean, we've seen it happen before. I just think that in in the scope of things and, and hearing what you know Gruden said throughout this past month, how invaluable he thought he was that Khalil Mack was to the team. I mean, this was a this was going to be a shot in the pants in the right way once he came in because that's how impactful of a player he is. Now for them to trade him, I don't know what they're going to get in return. Uh, and maybe it was just the fact that Khalil saw what Aaron Donald was, and his people said, "This is what we're 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 going with." And you, if you don't pay this, then uh, then we'll you know we'll, we'll I don't know the other options because the Raiders had the leverage. You know, yeah. if, if Khalil sat out this year, if he chose not to play, he could he could not he wouldn't be qualified for free agency, right? Because he was still right, had the right. fifth year. So the CBA was was in the Raiders' favor as far as leverage, and he was supposed to make fourteen close to fourteen million dollars, like thirteen eight or something like that. So. I'm, I'm maybe maybe the deal, you know, the Bears came to him with a deal like they, they just couldn't pass up. I don't know. It, and at the end, it's business. But I'm I'm disappointed with it. I am. Well, I will tell you, the N- the NFC North looks pretty stacked right now between the Packers with Aaron Rodgers back and the, the Vikings with all of their weapons. Um, man, you have the Lions that are still pretty good. And now the Bears – Grab Khalil Mack. It's going to be lots of good football going on in that NFC North. Like, yeah, there is no doubt about it. it. Is it is? I'm still trying to digest the possibility about this because this is a team that I cover and have a lot of uh, respect for. It's, this is a hard one for me to swallow right now. Yeah, no, I can well imagine it, brother. I can well imagine it because it's uh, it's mammoth news. Khalil Mack once again traded to the Bears. The week before the opener, man. Well, it's, it says expected. It hasn't happened. Expected to be traded by the end of the day. Who knows, man? Yeah. Yeah, pretty amazing, right? Pretty amazing. All right, um, let's look at t- today's a big day. Uh, rejoice, everyone. It is Labor Day weekend, and it is the first full weekend of football. Our Saturday, we get them back, so... Bid farewell to all the women and to all the uh, all your friends and family because college football is back. All right, uh, it's back in a big way. Lincoln, let's uh, look at some of these games, shall we? And let's look at the big one. That's right. The monster one takes place tonight. South Bend, where it's going to be lightning and thunder and torrential downpours. And it's going to be Notre Dame and Michigan. Should be an so, interesting game. Re, re, reliving this, this the rivalry, you know, reestablishing, I should say, this rivalry that which has been in, I can't remember, go all the way back. Do you think about Notre Dame taking on SC and Stanford and Michigan and playing all the big boys? That's one of the, one of the things about them being an independent. Looking forward to this. Should be a good game. Hopefully yeah. the conditions don't spoil it. Yeah, no, it should be a really, really good game. And you're right, there is a chance that the conditions could play wreak havoc on this thing because, look, we're all excited, at least for Michigan, that they have a quarterback, right? Right. You know, all of a sudden, here comes a man named Shea from Ole Miss to save the Michigan and the Jim Harbaugh program. And, you know, if it's windy and raining, it might uh, negate that. Yeah. The other, yeah, well, the other. Go ahead. Now the other big game, of course, involves your dogs, 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 
at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. The uh, It's going to be incredible today. Auburn versus Washington. Two top ten teams in action. Lincoln, how do you view it? Well, I mean, it's a big test. I think it's a bigger test for Washington than it is Auburn. I know Auburn's ranked number nine. But you made a great point earlier in the show that if Auburn were to drop this game and run the table, they would still be part of the playoff. Washington would not have that luxury. If Washington drops this game and runs the table for the Pac-12 for what it's worth, they won't be in the playoff. Uh, I, I, I foresee that. So even though I've always been bigger on conference championships in the, in the, in the greater scopes of things, I think from this current climate, when it comes to the football playoff and the view of a national championship and, and respectability, Washington has to win this game for a number of reasons. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, it's going to be difficult. I think Auburn can almost survive if it loses and, and runs a let and then goes, uh, you know, ten in a row. I think well, if they win there, if they win the SEC with as high regard the SEC is, yeah, there, there's no doubt in my mind they'll be in there, yeah. just like Georgia last year. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I'm completely with you. So uh, uh, that's two of the games. There's incredible days, man. There's absolutely incredible games going on. Those are the two best ones. But look, you got all kinds of other stuff. I I tell you, one of the underrated games is, and we'll be doing our picks coming up shortly, West Virginia and Tennessee. Agree. 3.30 Eastern, 12.30 Pacific. That's a great game, Link. I agree. It is a a great game. West Virginia continues to work its way up the Big 12. And, of course, Tennessee's trying to get back to, you know, being a, a possible player in the SEC, so respectability. So this is a big game right out the bat. And the team that I, I, the game that I'm, like, really looking forward to, and it's kicking off in less than three hours from now, it's going to be right here on Fox, Oklahoma, and FAU. Let's see what kind of, you know, they get a test. Lane Kiffin's boys. Let's see. I mean, I expect a ton of points. Uh, let's see if Oklahoma, without Baker Mayfield, is it possible that Florida Atlantic can keep this one close like Utah State did against Michigan State last night? Well, I think it's certainly possible because we don't know what we have in Oklahoma. We know that Lane Kiffin is going to have his guys ready to play. Now, with that being said, it's not necessarily going to be an easy task. But when you come out of when you come out of the blocks like this, I honestly think that the the underdog should get a greater influence in, in the outcome of the game because kids are playing up to another level, especially coming out the blocks. Now, sometimes it doesn't it doesn't hold weight. I mean, sometimes you see the you know teams get crushed, uh, but for the most part, expect Lane Kiffin to have Florida Atlantic ready to play, and I think it'll be a great test for Oklahoma. Yeah, it's going to be uh, an interesting one. Well, USC has UNLV. Cal has North Carolina. Carolina. It's an interesting game. It is an interesting game, and I'm not really sure what to expect out of North Carolina. I'll be um, I'll be doing a Cal Idaho State game in a couple of weeks. I think it's actually next week. Oh no, two weeks uh, from now. So um, I'm be interested to see what Cal puts on the field because they had a great at the end of the year. They had a nice little run. Seem to be gaining some momentum on offense and defense. Uh, it'll be an interesting test to see how they take on North Carolina today. BYU in Arizona is BYU better? Can BYU BYU better? They were horrible last year. Yeah, yeah. Can BYU uh, play Arizona tough? 
Well, they're going to have to find a way to stop Khalil Tate, who's going to be on everybody's Heisman watch uh, for some time. But at the end of the year, we saw defenses sort of know how to negate his strength. One of the ones that stood out to me from covering him was forcing him to scramble to his left uh, because he did not have as much confidence running to his left and trying to throw the ball downfield as he did rolling to his right. So um, if defenses can sort of put pressure that way, they might have a way to negate a lot of things that he's trying to do. But uh, I think someone's going to have uh, these, these guys ready to play, and I think they'll be able to handle this one easily. All right. Well, we'll uh, do this. We're going to keep this whole hour open for reaction with Khalil Mack. We'll uh, go into the world of college football next uh, with a, a fine guest of ours. And then uh, we got our picks coming up at uh, 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific where we pick all, all the games. We, we do that every uh, every week. So now that betting is legal, take notes. <laughs> we're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Great news. There's a quick way that you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 50% or more on car insurance. Well, it's time to get into a little college football breakdown, and we're pleased to be joined by our guest, Tyler Ivins, sports talk host, WNML in Knoxville. You can follow him at Tyler Ivins uh, at Twitter on Twitter at Tyler Ivins. Good morning, Tyler. How you doing, man? Oh, boys, you just you said it right. College football's here. It's you here. Blood pumping. It's all about it, man. Well, let's start off in your backyard. What's going to? What should we make of the Tennessee Volunteers this year? Uh, question. A question that I probably answer on the morning show. I would say I've probably done it about six, seven thousand times. Um, Let's be realistic. Uh, what you should expect out of this Tennessee football team this year is a program that's going to be disciplined and is going to be conditioned. Uh, you got Jeremy Pruitt in from Alabama. You, if you don't know about his stops, he's won four national championships as an assistant coach. He was doing it at Florida State under Jimbo Fisher. He had a prominent defense with Mark Rick in Georgia. He won a couple of more with Saban at Alabama. Uh, this could have got very messy during the whole debacle, trying to find a new coach after the firing of Butch Jones. Now we're here against West Virginia. And really what the last seven months has led up to is teams that are hungry to win again and fans that just want a guy who's kind of no-nonsense. Uh, Butch Jones, a lot of people out here believed he was kind of just a, a car salesman. He would just say what you wanted to hear, but the results would not follow. Uh, this is a guy, Jeremy Pruitt, who's not going to give you a lot. He's very Saban-esque. He's very Bill Belichick-esque. They're all under that umbrella. They, uh, they'll tell you what you need to hear, and they'll go on and they practice. Uh, this is a Tennessee team this year, very simply. They're not going to beat the teams that are better than them, but they are going to beat the teams that they're not better. I mean, they're kind of a middle-of-the-road team, and if things work out, they'll go 6-6 six and six mm. this year, and they'll get back to a bowl game. How do you, how do you uh, and we're talking to Tyler... Ivans, uh, WMML, Knoxville. Ty, how do you suss this game out today with West, with, uh, West Virginia? Uh, uh, it's real simple, guys. Will Greer, the reason why that he's getting all this press for Heisman trophies is because he is that good. Vol uh, uh, fans are a little sour about this game, and I'll tell you why. Will Greer, three years ago, when he was quarterbacking at the University of Florida, there were some rumblings that something was about to go down in Gainesville, but nobody knew what that meant. So Tennessee and Florida, they meet on the football field. Will Greer puts together an incredible drive. Florida pulls the win out of their back pocket with, like, seconds remaining. Yeah, I remember the game, yeah. Days later, Will Greer tests positive for HGH. So everybody was like, you knew this was happening. The rivalry between Tennessee and Florida got that much more venom in it. 
Greer gets suspended. He leaves Gainesville. We know what happens. He sits out a year. Holgerson brings him into West Virginia. He does well last year. He breaks his finger. Now he's back this year. He's got a lot of weapons. Uh, Tennessee's young in the secondary, and we know what West Virginia does. It's kind of like a, a Nintendo or a PlayStation game. They're going to spread you out. They're going to go four wide, and they're going to rip it across the field. Tennessee has got to make sure they don't get boat raced in this contest because there's so much momentum for this Tennessee team this year that if they're not careful, they're going to go into this neutral side game, and all of a sudden, Will Greer, there are going to be a ton of highlights featuring orange jerseys when Will Greer sitting in New York for his Heisen Trophy presentation. Not saying he's going to win it. I'm just saying he will wow. have a seat in the front row in New York come November. You know, you know, Tyler, when it comes to the SEC, everyone's always focused on Alabama and, and the West and, and who's right. going to probably challenge them. But I don't think uh, the East is getting a little uh, enough credit. You know, Georgia obviously su- succeeded in doing what they did last year. But there's another one that the people aren't, shouldn't be talking about, South Carolina. What are your thoughts on some other the teams in the East other than Tennessee and Georgia? Boys, I'm so glad you brought them up because here in SEC countries, they're not getting enough love. It's weird. Whenever we talk to different people and we ask them, hey, if it's not Bama, if it's not Georgia, who do you like? And, of course, the easy answer, because they won in the Iron Bowl last year and they've got a big matchup with Washington, oh, we got to like Auburn. you got to like Gus Malzahn, Auburn, Auburn, Auburn. I, I take two steps back and look at the East. It's because it's Will Muschamp. It's because he has a young quarterback in Jake Bentley. He's got dynamic wide receivers. But the best part about South Carolina, if you're a Gamecock fan or if you're trying to find somebody, maybe a, a hidden diamond, if you will, at the window, wink, wink, it's South Carolina. And the reason why is because they have 10 of 11 starters that are upperclassmen. And this is really Will Muschamp's chance to really resurrect his SEC career. Look, mm. it, it was kind of a disaster at Florida. And everybody kind of told him, look, you can't coach in the SEC. You should have just waited your time out at Texas took over Mac Brown's job, but no, you had to jump to the Southeastern Conference and you got punched in the mouth. He's now in Columbia. He's now been given a young quarterback he can work with. And Will Muschamp is coming out there and he's beating good teams as well. So if you were to ask me who's that sleeper in the SEC, it's Carolina. They get Georgia early this year. And I know a lot of people just automatically think it's chalk again in the SEC where Bama and Georgia are just going to meet in Atlanta. South Carolina, if they get off on the right foot, they could be one of those teams that have people nationally looking at the Southeastern Conference going, what is going on in Columbia? That is a very real deal, and you guys are spot on with that. Wow. Uh, Tyler, uh, what do you make of Bama's quarterback situation? Uh, it's Tua. It's uh, like we just brought it up with Pruitt a minute ago. You, can't, you just can't do things outside of the Nick Saban lines. You're a kid, color your picture, finish your meal, go to class it's that simple you're in the saving system you're going to win a national championship and you're going to go to the nfl it's pretty simple rinse wash and repeat Jalen knows his job is gone that's why you hear his father speaking out during the off season um they had the, the private scrimmages and Jalen hurts the guy who's known for taking care of the football and say what you will i get it it's 11 on 11 against guys that you see every day guys that you're in class with guys you're in film with but in a private scrimmage it's reported two as under the logo goes three Three touchdowns, no interceptions. And you have Jalen Hurts, who has zero touchdowns with three interceptions. So yeah. not only on not only on the practice field is he looking sloppy, looking like not the same Jalen Hurts, but then he's spilling it to the media. It's just a mess. And to anybody out there who doesn't believe that Tua is starting this game, uh, man, they're 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 just not <laughs> looking at the right stuff. He's a, the kid. I, I love Tua. I got to tell you, I got to be chance to meet the family and all. Like they're. 
That, that kid's special. He is. He is. He's real, and his brother Tal, who's going to be going there too, is, is taller than him and might actually be as good. So, like, they're they're a, they're a, sp- a special group. That, that family. I was even going to say, if you like to, and you brought up his brother because he was here on campus taking a recruiting visit, even though his verbal was strong with Alabama. And why wouldn't Jeremy Pruitt, again, a former Alabama assistant, sure. you know, kind of bark up that tree? Uh, I hear his brother is just as special, if not better. And we're already seeing what his older brother is doing on the football field right now. What yeah. about any other college football stories that stand out to you as we start the season? I mean, because we got to you got to appreciate some teams are taking you know some risk on on stepping out there. Not too big a risk, but you know, like Auburn and Washington is a pretty good uh, you know start of the season matchup. Um, because it is what it is, and we'll just move on from that. I I just I still can't believe Urban Meyer is going to be coaching football games, but that's my hot take, and I'll leave it alone. Uh, I'll say this. Last night, I was I was I was impressed by some of these underdogs and some of these uh, some of these um, group of five teams that were hanging in there. Utah State against Michigan State, San Diego State. The fact that they were sniffing around with Stanford through halftime uh, before David Shaw's team took over. Uh, but this Auburn team, if you wanted to keep it SEC centric here, this is their third consecutive game that they're playing in the city of Atlanta. They mm-hmm. lost the SEC title game to Georgia. They then get sent back there and get knocked around by Scott Frost and UCF in the Peach Bowl. And now Washington's flying from the West Coast to take on Gus Malzahn's team. Uh, Auburn has a guy who can be a dark horse for the uh, Heisman Trophy and Jared Stidham. Uh, when I was covering the Big 12, I watched this guy sling footballs across for Baylor going, this guy's got a lively arm, totally makes sense for Baylor's offense. When he ended up at Auburn, I said to myself, I don't know if this is a good fit just because Auburn likes to run. They like to ground. They like to pound. It's FCC football. Try to stop me. Well, they throw it around the football field quite a bit with Jared Stidham. Let's see if Washington can finally get the monkey off their back as they have difficulties coming over to the East Coast. And and Auburn clearly has difficulties winning in the city of Atlanta. Uh, They've had difficulties there before. Uh, Even in the state of Georgia, they don't fare well against the dogs either. So, the SEC as a whole, sure, we'll just chalk it up. There are going to be some a couple of interesting stories. But, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out come the end of the year uh, when it comes time for the college football playoff. Hmm. Tyler, your Yankees almost blew another one last night to the Tigers. <laughs> you know what? Uh, oh, you're I'm, a Mets I'm fan? A, I'm a huge Mets fan, actually. I, oh, I you really? Somebody, That's cool. Time out. I figured somebody put that in the ear because they know that's how that you get under my skin. Just automatically <laughs> assume I'm a Yankee fan. Yeah, like no. it's, man, people in the hallway, people in the hallway. My dad's from Long Island, so I'm a huge Islanders, Mets, Jets fan. And people will, on purpose, I'll be like putting my IFB in to go get on set. And they'll be like, oh, dude, you see your boy Chapman last night? What's wrong with him? And they know it just rattles my cage. Oh, that's so classic. They, well, yeah. I used to work for the New York Post. And, and, oh, and, and I covered the Mets for one season, one dismal season before I got paroled. And 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 nobody's a Mets fan. Unfortunately, there are a few of us that live under a rock. You, well, you're right. They're, all, they're all Strong Island. That's it. Oh, it's just Long Island. That's it. It's man. I'll tell you. It's uh, it hurts so bad. I blame yeah, my brother. old man. Like everybody on my mom's side of the family is like Giants, Rangers, Yankees. And then I gotta I gotta show up to City Field with my Mike Piazza World Series 2000 shirt on because I won't give the Wilpons any money and I watch crappy baseball. So mm. this that's another beauty of having 
college football back because I don't have to get on my direct TV package and flip near the 700s to watch bad baseball. I can at least stay up, watch Pac-12 after dark. I can, I can find things that can actually keep my, give me my sports fix without having to watch bad baseball. Like last night. I suffered yeah. through that San Francisco game last night. I said, "Oh, you're and then a they true let man, it, brother." <laughs> they let it go in the they let it go in the eighth inning, and I said, "Why did I do this to myself?" And I went yeah. outside and I mm-hmm. slammed my head in the car. Yeah, no, that's brutal. <laughs> uh, I'm 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 proud of you though. Built character. Uh, <laughs> I was Sam. Yes, you know, Tyler was great. So thank you, I was Sam. Oh, I was Sam. It was my recommended pleasure. Tyler, and I, I like Tyler a lot. Well, you got to have him back. Uh, I would say, um, uh, I'll say something to you guys quickly. Uh, I knew that guy, again, when we were covering Big Ten and Big 12. Uh, ask him, this is, don't think too much into it, this is a real thing. Ask him about the bacon. Like, I'm a guy who likes to ah, eat. Yes. I'm, a guy, yes. I'm a guy who likes to eat. I'm a guy who likes to have certain things on my plate whenever I'm grubbing. He, hands down, no embellishment, gave me some of the best bacon I've ever had in my life. So if you guys are wanting something for a BLT, Something for a, uh, a little Saturday morning breakfast special. Ask him where he can find the best bacon in the world because Sam has a guy. We all have a guy for something. Sam has a bacon guy. I, I handed out uh, bacon, uh, a pack of bacon, uh, fine bacon to every member of our, our staff at KGYM in Cedar Rapids, uh, the sports staff. And uh, everyone was very skeptical at first. And then it, uh, the, all doubts were settled because it was some of the finest bacon that these gentlemen Ever had and um, but Tyler, well, I, how could they? hear about this now. I gotta find the. I got actually gotta find the brand again. I got it at a specialty grocery store in uh, Iowa City, Iowa. Nice. I gotta find this bacon. I'll send it. I'll freeze dry it and send it to you guys there. But uh, Tyler, I gotta Don't ask you though, what do you? Are you a Southern cuisine guy, or you, do you miss anything from the corridor, the Cedar Rapids, Iowa City area? Uh, yeah, actually, one thing it was weird because when I moved to the Midwest for that five-year stead, they had no sweet tea. Like, I literally was spinning. They're lacking in the sweet in, tea, aren't they? Uh, dude, I had to, like, I was I was in line at McDonald's every day ready to give the drive through attendant four quarters, a nickel, and two pennies because a dollar <laughs> seven would get you, get you a sweet tea. You I will say go. this, though. In the Midwest, I miss the tenderloins. The tenderloins are just fantastic in Iowa. Oh, absolutely. That's what they're known for. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of one of those guys. I'm easy to please. So Very I'm just good. a glutton for punishment when it comes to my sports teams. Yeah, hey, Ty, hey, yeah, Anthony. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. Tyler, he's kind of an honorary fella because this guy really enjoys a fine cigar and he uh, enjoys a fine sip of whiskey. And uh, I think he's more of a fella than I am. I mean, I've just been on the show. Man. This guy is. This guy's all about uh, puffing the well, good. Uh, you the know good stick. We'll, we'll be visiting with Tyler throughout the football season, and at the end of the, at the end of the football season, we'll uh, we'll see if we make him. We'll make him and see if we can send him some LKs. to really officially pull him in. There yeah. you go. The LK cigar. You ever have that? You know what? I've seen it. I have buddies who have had it, and I'm telling you, is that a California thing? Because that's that's a Lincoln Kennedy thing, bro. That's my cigar. Oh, that's your thing. Okay. I got yeah. a buddy, I got a buddy out in Orange <laughs> County who's an angel season ticket holder. And every mm-hmm. single time we're messaging each other from the press box, he's always showing off what he's gonna smoke after the game. So I think that's where I've seen it. <laughs> awesome. Nice. I appreciate nice. it. We'll get some out to you. Great stuff, man. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. There he is. Uh, nice job. Uh, nice job, Iowa. Good guy. Uh, speaking of great men, let us go to the Lord of Trendings, one of the great, great men of our time. He is, of course, I-Low. 
Anthony and Lincoln, Adam Schefter, and Ian Rappaport reported a short time ago that Raiders star defensive end Khalil Mack is on the move. And to tell you where, who better than the chairman of the board? This is my kind of town, Chicago is. That's right, baby. There's a new monster of the midway, and it ain't Joey Bishop. The deal between the Raiders and Bears has not been finalized yet, but the Bears are the destination for Khalil Mack. Rappaport adds that the Bears are giving the Raiders two first-round picks and maybe more. College football Friday night, number 11 Michigan State trailed Utah State 31-30 with two minutes to play. Shotgun snap. Lewerke runs to his right. Last second toss to Connor Hayward. He's going to the end zone. He dives. He scores. Touchdown, MSU. George Blaha the call on WJR as the Spartans pulled it out 38-31. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, six catches for 226 yards with three touchdowns and number 13 Stanford's 31-10 win over San Diego State. Hey, great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Baseball Friday night, Cleveland acquired Josh Donaldson from the Blue Jays. The Brewers acquired Curtis Granderson from the Jays and Gio Gonzalez from the Nationals. The Dodgers acquired David Freeze from the Pirates. And on the field Friday night, an eighth-inning home run by Justin Turner was the difference in the Dodgers' 3-2 win over the Diamondbacks, so the Dodgers are now one back of first-place Arizona in the National League West. Anthony and Lincoln, back to you. All right, I know. Thank you, my brother. We are the fellas coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, boys. Let's uh, take uh, what we always do this time, and uh, we're back at it, picking games. So uh, this is a beautiful thing. We get to pick our games. And uh, last year we did pretty well, if you remember, uh, Triple M. Uh, Yeah, uh, off the top of my head, we were uh, pretty uh, notoriously great at picking games. Yeah. Me, me, me and I with Sam hit and miss. You guys were way better than us. You guys are the experts. No, no, no. Listen, we go as a team. This is what we do. All right, let's get right to it. Lincoln, as we start yes. off, let us begin with the early games. Uh, Oregon State, Ohio State. Urban, <laughs> the first game where he won't be on the sidelines. The Buckeyes are a 38.5-point favorite. Over your Beavers. Well, the Beavers had no offense uh, last year. Um, I think they'll put on a little bit better showing, but I just think that they're going to be really outmatched uh, back at the horseshoe at Ohio State. So you got to lay it with Ohio State. Yeah, I think I love Ohio State in this game. Oregon State's just terrible. I don't know how they're going to mount any offense. Well, that's what that's that was the point I made. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, let's go uh, Triple M. This is uh, completely unbiased, but you guys are absolutely right. Even with the distractions that have happened with uh, Ohio State this offseason, they're going to get up to play for this game. And, of course, it helps when you play a terrible team like Oregon State at home to open the season. So they'll cover. Ohio State wins by a mile. All right, Iowa Sam. I don't see uh, – that's a, that's a big spread there. I'm going to say I'll take – it's going to be a, a big blowout, but I'm going to take uh, Oregon State with the points. All right. 
Oklahoma. I can't I can't wait for this game right here on Fox in just a couple hours versus Florida Atlantic Lane Kiffin. Oklahoma 20 and a half point favorite. I'm going to ride with Florida Atlantic in this game, Lincoln. I'm right there with you because I think Florida Atlantic's going to play them tough. Uh, I, I got to see if uh, if Oklahoma, you know, with their new offense looks like a new quarterback and everything else. There's so many things I got to see. I think Lane Kiffin gets his guys to, to, to compete a little bit. I'm going to I'm gonna take a Florida State. I mean, not Florida State. Florida Atlantic with the point. Triple M. I'm, I'm right there with you guys. I've been conflicted about this game for a while because – Lane Kiffin has been coaching his ass off over there at Florida Atlantic. He really has. And this is a banner game for him. So you know he's going to get his guys up for this. It's in Norman. This is a statement game. I don't think they're going to win. But this is going to be – this is going to kind of be in that same vein of that Utah State-Michigan State game where it's going to be really close until the very, very end. And Oklahoma is going to pull it out. So give me FAU with the points. All right. I was Sam. Yeah, I echo Mike there. Uh I'll take FAU with the points. I mean, it's not like Oklahoma forgot how to score points, even with the new guy under center. I like the Sooners. Go Sooners! Oh, so you're, you're I like the light. Sooners. Yeah, no, no, no. I like the Sooners to win, but I'll, I'll take FAU with the uh, with the points there. Uh, you're confusing now. I'm sorry. It's, I've been up all night. All right. Uh, <laughs> I got a bust for it. Texas and Maryland. Uh, the Longhorns, 13-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm not going anywhere near Maryland. I'll take Texas and lay it. Lincoln? Well, I'm right there with you again. I, and what Maryland has been through, I think the disaster that Ohio State is going through, they have the players, and Urban Meyer does not need to be on the sideline for that one uh, so they can easily handle Oregon State. Uh, I think Texas is a formidable foe. i got to go with the Longhorns. All right. Uh, what do you say, Em? Uh, I'm with you guys. This is this is the complete polar opposite of Ohio State because Maryland's got issues and a half. And I I, I, I kind of think Texas, like, I like Tom Herman, and I think maybe he can kind of sort of shift the program in the right direction. So I think this is the first step, and it helps. Maryland, like, they have way more distractions than what Ohio State's dealing with, and it's just there's so much going on there that it's – they don't even – I mean, they don't even have their coach, and they don't even know if their coach is going to be back. At least Ohio State knows their coach is going to be back. So, yeah, uh, Texas is going to win this one. It probably won't be close. Sam? I'm going to lay it with the Longhorns here. There's a lot of just awful darkness going on in Maryland right now. All right. Uh, Penn State and Appalachian State. Lincoln, Penn State, 24-point favorite. At home, Happy Valley. I'll lay it. I think uh, they got their offense is going to be really good. Their offense is going to be really Barkley, good. But, I'm, but they have the quarterback back. I think App State's going to challenge. I want App State with the points. Really? All right. You yeah. got Appy State. Yep. Uh, Happy State and Happy Valley. What do you got, Triple M? I mean, it's been 11 years since they went to a App State went to a a prominent power in the Big Ten and won. It's not going to happen this year. I got Penn State. I roll with them. Trace McSorley. I think he's going to have a big year. So I think yeah, uh, I Penn too. State rolls. Yeah. All right, uh, uh, Sammy boy. Yeah, I'll take uh, Appalachian State with the points there. No reasoning. Well, they have been good at the FBS level since they've moved up, but um, right. you know, no Saquon, but they'll get it done. It's just that's an intimidating the, the White House. It's an intimidating place to play. All right, got it. All right, we'll take a quick TO, come back, and the rest of the games on the docket, including Lincoln's Washington Huskies and Notre oh. Dame, Michigan. Don't go anywhere. All right, um, going through picks, college picks today. Big day. Enjoyed everybody. Happy Labor Day weekend.
And uh, don't forget, oh, man, Lincoln got hit with a bombshell today. Khalil Mack and the uh, the Raiders have a deal surrounding Khalil Mack uh, sending him to Chicago. Wow. And the preliminary reports that I'm getting is that it's going to involve um, at least two first-round draft choices and then some. So, what are you, what are you uh, oh, it's going to involve two the two first-round two first-round picks and then something. There's there's wow. some other compensation, whether it's an immediate player right now um, or um, or something else. So, the team has I got, got two some quick holes. questions off you. Is mm-hmm. he a, how smart is he as a football player? Very smart. Is he's, he's, he's guy? Yeah, he is. He is a team guy. He's yeah. quiet, but he's he's meticulous with his work ethic. He's a, he's an addition to any team's locker room. He definitely deserved uh, being. Uh, I think it was number five overall when the Raiders got him, and he is a franchise player. He's one of the top defensive players in the league. Yeah, yeah, that he is. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's do it. Let's get back to our breakdown, shall we? A lot of fun games today here. On the first Saturday, full Saturday of college football. Uh, Washington and Auburn, 3.30 Eastern, 12.30 Pacific. Number six dogs against Auburn in the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. Live from Atlanta. The uh, Auburn is a two-point favorite over your dogs. Lincoln. Well, I lead it off. I tell you what, I hope my dogs have a better outing than the last time they were down there in Atlanta uh, playing against Alabama in the Peach Bowl. But more like like Tyler Ivins, our, our college football analyst, uh, had on uh, previous in the show, he was like, the Auburn has not had a good outing in Atlanta either the last three times they've been there. So I'm hoping that the, the, the latter remains true. Um, I'm taking the dogs. Uh, I'm taking the dogs with the points. All right, Triple M. I'm rolling with your dogs too, Link. Uh, I, I really like this team. Like they they were kind of banged up last year, and it, it just wasn't it wasn't the year that everybody expected out of Washington. So I think this is a statement game for Chris Peterson and that team to go in and beat Auburn in SEC country. I I I, I take Washington here. Sam, I'm gonna take Washington as well. I'm gonna go Auburn. Sorry, Link. Corey, you are. Of course, you are. It is in their backyard, though. That's tough. That is tough. I've been going back and forth, back and forth on it. It's a Wait, tough Sam, one. how's it in his backyard? He's well, in Atlanta. He lives in Philadelphia. No, no, no. I'm saying for for Auburn, it's you know, it's basically it's their, it's their territory down there. Oh, you know, no, I know that's it's a different true. state, but yeah, I'm taking, I'm still taking the dogs. Yeah, I. You know what? I'm back and forth. I, I, I you know what? Scratch it. I, I'm going to just defer to Lincoln. And I'll, no, no. Take your Auburn Tigers. I feel, rat I feel bad. I feel bad. <laughs> Come on. Get I that actually, coffee to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Right, right. I actually thought Auburn would win, but I'm rooting for Washington. Right. So are you picking Washington or are you sticking with Auburn? I'm picking Auburn, but okay. I, I'm rooting for Washington. Come on. Make that coffee to go. Let's go. Right. Head, let's says, go, let's go. head says Auburn. <laughs> Lincoln's heart says Washington. <laughs> West Virginia, Tennessee. Uh, West Virginia, nine-and-a-half point favorite. I love West Virginia. I just think they're so potent. So I'll, I'll lay it on the road. What do you think, Link? I'm right there with you. West Virginia has a potent offense. And like Tyler Ivan said, look, Tennessee can only hope that it doesn't become a blowout too too early. So I like West Virginia here. Lay it. And uh, I'm laying it, too. I love the quarterback. I love Will Greer. I think he's going to have a big year. So give me West Virginia. Sam. Yeah, Tennessee's just getting started. I'll take uh, West Virginia. Lay it. USC rebuilding 26 and a half point favorite 
over uh, UNLV, a hapless squad. Lincoln. Didn't UNLV beat somebody last year they weren't supposed to? Um, yeah. I, I'm not saying that's going to happen here, but uh, it, it's SC. It's it's a football factory. You have to lay it. I think they'll be ready for the, the running revs. All right. Uh, M? Uh, I'm taking USC. I'm really curious to see what this uh, freshman quarterback, JT Daniels, is going to do, uh, replacing the big shoes of Sam Darnold. But, yeah, I'll take USC and lay it. Uh, I will not. We don't know USC, but I so I'll take them to win, but I'll take UNLV with the points. All right. I'll take UNLV with the points as well. <laughs> Boise at Troy. Boise, a 10-point favorite. I, I love Boise. Again, they're good. Again, they're a, a really good team. Physical. Give me Boise 31 to 3. Like, wow. the score. All right. All right. He gave a score as well. Well, I, I know Boise more than I know Troy, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with you. I just have to say Boise wins it. I don't know. I'm not gonna predict the score, but I think Boise wins. All right, uh, Triple M. I mean, Troy last year did go to LSU and yes. win, yes, but I about but I trust Boise more than I trust Troy. So give me Boise. I lay it. I echo, I echo that Boise lay it. Michigan and Notre Dame. Oh, we'll save that. First, Alabama and Louisville. Alabama, 24-point favorite with Tua as your quarterback, Lincoln. I'm going to take Louisville with the points. Give me Louisville with the points. Of course, you are. I'll take Alabama with the points. I said Alabama like, wins, but I just get Louisville with the points. Can I, can I, right. What's wrong with that? All right, brother. I, I, I'm going Bama. How about you, M? Oh, I'm going Bama. This is like their only really significant game out of conference, so they're gonna they're gonna blow them out. Samuel, Alabama, lay it. Bo- uh, Bowling Green versus Oregon, Link. Oregon, thirty-three point favorite. Can't believe I'm rooting for a duck, but the ducks roll. Duck quack quack. I agree. I agree. M. I agree. Oregon love the quarterback there too. Sam Bowling Green with the points. Really? Yeah. Is that a pick or is that a I'm different? What's that? Is that a real pick or is that a I'm a different pick? No, I just think that's a 33. That's a lot of points. All right. Yeah. I agree. Uh, but I'll take uh, Oregon as well. All right, here it is. Notre Dame, Michigan. I cannot wait. Number 14, Wolverines in South Bend to face the Irish. Michigan is a one-point favorite. Shea Patterson, they got what? a quarterback. But... Is it going to storm and rain? Will it be winds and thunder? Lincoln, who you like? I'm going to go with the home home team and give me the Irish. The Irish! I got Michigan. Give me Michigan. Michigan pulls out the win. Harbaugh gets it rolling early. M. I got Michigan. Harbaugh gets a big statement win. Sam. I like Michigan as well. All I'm right. Alone. That's all right, Link. You won't be alone today. I'll be with you I all day it, long. Get some rest. All right. Everybody have a great day. Thanks See for listening. You. Fellas are out. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 